Yay, I love a strong... I don't know the line. Yay, I love emotional time travel movies with a strong female lead. Yay, I love a strong female lead. I love a... I'm, like, so struggling right now, to be honest. What, what's the this struggle? This is, like, honestly, the toughest day I've had here in this competition, and I'm... I like to be professional, and this is just embarrassing for me. I hear you. I just... I want to do better than this, and I'm hitting a wall. I want to talk real, and I'm, like, in a room of people, and, like, this is a chance of a lifetime, and I'm finding myself having a conversation with myself. Fame decides to... Stop everything. Just say the fucking line. You know, I've not I've not been to this place before, so I'm trying to like, just, like be funny. I just don't know what's better. Should I not talk about my feelings or should I just I mean obviously just keep moving on? It's oh my not god, the right place. I feel like I'm dating you. <laughs> we'll talk we'll talk, we'll talk about later. Right now, we just gotta get through this scene. I don't wanna disappoint anybody that's believed in me. I don't want to make RuPaul disappointed that I'm here because I'm not producing because I care a lot. I care a lot about, like, my success. So Miss Fame is uh, is going through it. Miss Fame is. is going through it. And I I remember seeing this the first time, and I think we're supposed to think it's kind of ridiculous, and we're supposed to think that, like, she's just, like, losing her marbles. But... Watching it again, I'm curious your thoughts. She kind of made perfect sense to me. Yeah, it's very controlled and sort of methodic too. Like it's not, it, it is not like a Shakespeare Jaden meltdown where it's just like, I have no control. It's very just, she's just talking it out really. Yeah, yeah. Like this is someone who um, has talked through their issues before or like knows what to do when feelings come up. But now yeah. she's in a situation where you're only supposed to talk about your feelings in producer meetings or, yes. uh, you oh know, workroom moments. Like, this is not the time. So she's, like, struggling with, like, I've got stuff coming up, and I don't know, should I talk about it? Should I not talk about it? There's all these people around me. Should I be sharing or should I be fake? It's, it's like she's struggling between, like, how real should I be on this reality show? Yeah, I think so, too. And the whole time, I'm just, I'm getting nervous for her because I know these queens only have a certain amount of time to... To film this, and Ross is like, "How about we just move forward?" Right, uh, right, and like just do the train. line. Yeah, and like you said, like Pearl, we, there's a talking head of Pearl that says, "Like just say the fucking line." What, what, like on paper, yeah, of course, just say it. But like she can't remember it either because there's so much going on in her head. Yeah, and also, like to be fair, especially that scene, I did not understand any of the script like, yeah that's the rupaul scene the rupaul yeah. heavy one yeah yeah like i did not know why she'd be saying i just love a, tra- a time traveling romance with a strong female lead i haven't unless that's some like obscure reference that i don't know about like i right. can't think of any and fa- just we were talking off mic about <laughs> about how she looks she looks like alaska as uh what's her face anna wintour and oh uh, yeah. yeah like her wig she's so there's so many limbs, like she's just so wiry, and yeah. uh, I don't know what she was channeling here, but it's it wasn't quite working. No, it doesn't. It is. I think that that is the word for it. She looks wiry. She looks kind of, um, it's really like fame at her gawkiest, you know? Like, yeah. We're not seeing the, the poised, put together exterior, which, yes. is, uh, which is nice, right? Because I, I also feel like that's, you know, that's that appeal about fame that like Isaac Mizrahi talked about, and I think other judges and folks have talked about where 
uh, she looks all polished and put together and she's just this like goofy kid. Yeah. There's this like micro moment, uh, mm-hmm. hashtag micro moment in the mini challenge when they're, when they have to play the number game or the monster game mm-hmm. where she comes in and she strikes like she's in, you know, boy miss fame, but she like stops and she like makes such a fame pose. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just mm-hmm. like, it's interesting to watch when she taps into that. Or it's interesting to watch uh, when she taps into that, when she doesn't, and and then there's this where she doesn't know like she's not an like there's so many acting challenges in this yeah. season too and it's just like how do I how do I balance all of this as well too but she mm-hmm. is poised and she wants to be goofy because that's what she keeps hearing the judges say week after week well kind of right. not necessarily right. much anymore but uh, yeah it's an interesting challenge for Miss Fame because I think you're right I think they want to see her loosen up since like week two they've wanted to see her loosen up. And I think it's almost like she doesn't know how to, she doesn't know how to do it. And what's funny is that like the way to do it is just to be the goofy self. Like yeah. I think that's in a way that's what they want. It's not going to make her better in these acting challenges, but it's going yeah. to show us more of that, which I think is 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 also what they're drawn into. Because if that other side yeah. isn't there, Miss Fame isn't very interesting. Yeah, I mean that if that if it wasn't for that chicken clip. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know where, it, but the first time around, like, and I'm sure we'll say this a lot this episode, the first time around watching season seven, but, you know, I, I didn't necessarily have my eye on her. I was not interested in her, but this time it's so different. And I I love a self-aware queen. I love a self-aware person, too, that knows mm-hmm. that they're going through someone, something, excuse me, and, and can <laughs> articulate it and maybe apologize. But it's it. But at that point, it was just a stream of consciousness kind of going yeah, it's that yeah. thing of like when you've gotten caught up in something and you're like, oh God, I can't stop myself. Like, I, I just, I don't know. Like, she's even saying like, I just, I can't even stop myself right now. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, it's, it's, I, you know, I understand that they just have to get through this filming schedule, but I think it's a really, it's a really kind of sweet moment or a potentially sweet moment that could be had of like, hey, I get it. There's a lot coming up right now. Like, I I guess I wish that Ross had the opportunity to be a little more compassionate with her. I was just gonna say, yeah. There's you know? no there's no Max. There's no Max no. in the room. No, the only thing there is like Jaden does kind of like hold her hand, which is very she does. sweet. And yeah. I love that. I love um, Fame and Jaden. Faden. Oh yeah, Faden. I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's such Jame. a unique pairing. Yeah. Faden. Yeah. Faden. Yeah. And they are both kind of starting to fade in the competition. So that's yeah, you know? it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, I, I definitely kind of in the ways that Amanda has been talking about how she really identifies with Pearl more this time Mm -hmm. around, I have been feeling that with fame in a way that I didn't expect because uh, like you, I wasn't watching fame either when the first time I saw this and partially because I felt like I was being told to watch fame. Like I felt like kind of like Aquaria. I felt like, Oh, this is the front runner. Is it, you know? Yeah, that's Um, true. So I like resisted that because I was like, well, who's this Kasha Davis over here? Who's Katya? That's who I want to know about. Yeah. I feel like um, fame, I'm just going to try to make an analogy here. Mm -hmm. Like as far as like acting and talent, like I feel like fame is always runner up to Violet in the same sense that Thorgy was the runner up to Bob because especially in the looks department, my God, like fame's runway this episode was crazy good. Yeah, yeah. And and then you look at someone like Pearl and you're like, I don't get it. Oh, I have a lot of things to say. I have about a Pearl. lot of thoughts on Pearl this week. I feel yeah. like that that journey has taken a different path. It has such a like shift from even two episodes ago or one episode ago. But I yeah. think it started last week with that win. 
Um, yeah, where I think I, that's when it it didn't feel as rewarding as uh, as a like as watching it. You know, I I didn't. Right. Yeah, I was like, I all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't feel like that feeling that I think we've been having this first few episodes of like, oh, look at Pearl, kind of like defying the system and she's being her own person and she's an introvert and she's getting called out un- unreasonably like i think all of that's been accurate and now i feel like we're moving into an era where it's just like rigor morris when it comes to pearl and it's hard for me to oh, like yeah. connect that way again because i'm like you're getting away with murder yeah especially and we will get into it obviously but on the runway where they were just showering her with praise and i was like yeah. why and even she knew it was a dumb look like yeah she, she says an untucked yeah yeah so <sighs> i just i i feel like pearl she's and she says an untucked yeah they like me now they i guess they decided they like me now and so yeah. she kind of i don't know i mean you're starting to see more nuances it's interesting yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah. Well, in that case, I guess we should probably just dive right in, shouldn't we? Yeah, um, let's do it. As as the as the guest on All Right, Mary, do you feel like you want to let uh, our listeners know what they're listening to? <gasps> Whoa! I didn't write it down. Let me see if I can oh, do no. it. Okay, let me see. see. Let me it. see. Yeah. Well, of course, they are listening to another episode of All Right, Mary, and then you. All right, Hug. Mary. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Johnny and Collins' podcast dedicated to the world of drag. Ra- Ooh, all things drag race, the world of drag race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady beady television show tv show that is very good all Um, right i'm colin and i am nick and i forgot my line (laughs) (laughs) which is appropriate yes (laughs) perfect and and you had you had planned to say that and now it's i know correct i love it (laughs) life imitating art over here my my um my backup for the record was i still have three pussies to shave (laughs) a fame's mom (laughs) yeah i was like what both are acceptable yeah Um, both are and uh, and of course, uh, this week uh, we are continuing our our uh, flip flop, our Squirrel Mary flip flop. Yeah. And Nick is now joining me on All Right, Mary, and Johnny's headed over to Squirrel Friends Cocktail Hour with uh, Amanda. They're like recording right now. It's kind of crazy. It. Yeah, like we're all recording at the same time, but we're oh, it's been so fun. I'm glad to be yeah. back on All Right, Mary another time too. It's nice. Yeah, Thanks and for we have. Me. Oh, please. You're always welcome here. Um, <laughs> we have collaborated frequently, actually. We have. Yes. It's, I was going to say, like, this feels like old hat at this I point. I know. Exactly. I was going to yeah. say, I'd like to welcome wel- welcome you. Uh, yeah. Welcome you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah to get another Colin and Nick uh, production here. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, uh, a, a, Drakan- a Drakanov. Nope. Uh, no. Could Kachucker. Kachucker. Yes. A oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I hardly know her. Um, but I, <laughs> yeah. We so we had done. We did an episode of uh, the No Good, Very Bad Gay podcast. We yes. did the Poseidon Adventure, and oh, then you so came great. so good. And mm-hmm. then you came on in the details and were my first guest for yeah. Yeah. Scandal. Ugh, also so classic. good. Yeah, yeah. That's such a great time. Yeah, and now we aren't all right, Mary. Uh, mm-hmm. We're covering all the platforms. Yes, and we've never talked about this, but we have talked about it separately. We both have fantasy barefoot contessa podcasts. Oh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it because I've I been do. needing to bring this up. Oh my god! Okay, so <laughs> first of all, I have to announce that uh, I don't know if I said this on Squirrel Friends. I don't think I did, but I'm going to see Ina. She's coming to Pittsburgh. Get um, out! So she has like a little bit of a tour every once in a while. She just um, 
I don't know if it was her newest cookbook. I thought her newest cookbook was Cooking for Jeffrey, but I think there's one that's Cook Like a Pro. I think that might even uh-huh. be even newer. Um, but she kind of just tours the country. She's mm-hmm. like, sell- it's like one of the biggest theaters in Pittsburgh. And she just like, it's amazing. I've talked about it before on the podcast, or as girlfriends, like they play the theme music. Oh, it's theme. such a moment. It's like a, like a million women and all the gays. And we are right. just getting our, getting our jush. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, and it's just like an interview style. It's great. It's great. And I know, you know, so I, I had not been a barefoot Contessa fan for like a long time. And then finally, I think it was like all these episodes were on YouTube. Oh yeah. Like, I was like, all right, does she wear shoes? Like, what's the story here? And yeah. so I never really understood, like, what was going on. And mm-hmm. then I started watching it, and I was, like, obsessed with the the world, like, these friends and the, and the whole, like – Oh, I'm just I'm just, you know, driving my my BMW convertible into town just to pick up a jam, you know, and like uh, and, and that's her I life and her. the whole t- and and her tone is always like, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm just throwing this dinner party. It's crazy. And it's all so what I love is there's the character of Ina Garten and she's mm-hmm. a little ridiculous, but then the real Ina Garten is like so fucking cool. That, yeah, like, she's uh, I mean, yeah, I love so her she, so much. She like puts on that character of like <laughs> the good vanilla kind of woman. Yeah, um, it's it's and, like this gay man's sort of like fantasy of sorts. Not every per, not every gay man's fantasy, but like just this like East Hampton sort of lifestyle. That's yes. just like it's so casual, and there's like brunch every morning, and she's just like having Eli Zabar over, and yes. she's, you know, it's all just, a little unnecessary, but why yeah, not? Yeah, but it's it's yeah. great, and I I, I like her. Um, I like her uh, aesthetic too. Like she uses really good ingredients. Her recipes are expensive, and they are like mm-hmm. definitely rich in calories. But oh yeah, they're amazing. I have four of her cookbooks. <laughs> wow, you yeah. committed. I know. I, just, I love her a lot. I just you know I just get high and watch it on YouTube. But yeah. Oh, um, I used to do that when I lived with Amanda. I would just like kind of smoke and just enjoy yeah. the ride. It's like yeah. perfect for that sort of setting. Oh, it really yeah. it's so easy. And so I thought like if I were to do a podcast on it, it would, like it would be each episode and it'd be kind of in- engaging and investing like the story behind like the life of Ina at that time. Like what's happening in this world? Who are oh, these yeah. people? Like what are the, what's what are the I feel like there's always this like story underneath what's going on each episode. Yeah. <clears throat> you there's know, so like, much to uncover. When Ugh. she goes to visit, like, someone doing a tablescape, I'm like, who's this man? What's his life? I know. Uh, oh, my gosh. You know? Michael, the florist, with his, like, oh, bright God. orange sweater. I love him. So- and TR, he's just, like, such a silver oh, fox. TR I follow is him so on Instagram. Hot. Oh, I love <laughs> TR. And so I feel like I float, like, I was trying to think, like, what would I call this podcast? Like, I the working title that I was playing with was, like, store-bought is fine. But I think the correct title is Good Vanilla. That's what, that's always been mine, too, the Good yeah. Vanilla. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, who knows? One of these days when I Drag know. Race gets canceled, we'll go back and do a Barefoot Contessa podcast. I know. When we're both in East Hampton, just mm-hmm. living it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll just record our lives. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah. I can't wait to see her and report back. Please yeah. do, please. Uh, I just, yeah, I think she's, I think she's a hoot. I mean, yeah. and what a snatch game character. I, mm-hmm. I feel like I know that Alexis Michelle does her. She, I, have, I think yeah. that was one of her choices. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's so, so great. That's such an easy one. Not an easy right? one, but like, uh, it would be great. I would, yeah. I would be waving my hanky the entire oh, yeah. time. Yeah. Oh so my goodness. Season twelve potential queens who are listening. Yeah. Let's see it. Ugh. Yeah. Come on. You know. No more uh, Beyonces. <laughs> yeah. Enough with the Beyonces. Like, be Jeffrey before you're going to be Beyonce. Oh Beyonce. God, I love it. That, no, that's a good character. Is Jeffrey? Of uh, course. 
uh, driving home for those chicken dinners on Friday nights. You know? I know my favorite is like Jeffrey's outside manning the grill. I hope we don't have to. Uh, what is? I hope we don't have to call the fire department. <laughs> hmm. And she goes. Hmm. I love. I it. think. I think you could do a Ina Garten lip dub. I oh see, yeah, that's. I uh, saw those nuances. It's on my list. Yeah. It's oh that way that she kind of like says, "I hope we don't have to call the fire department." It's that like. She just has that little tone. wink. The shoulders uh-huh. are kind of shimmying. I need a good wig to the wig yeah. shop. <laughs> to the wig shop. Yeah. I hope you have a, a denim button down. Oh, do I? Mm. Oversized pop collar. Yeah. Denim uh, print, I suppose. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, we could talk about Ina all day, but oh, we, we have got Rue Hollywood stories to get into. Yes. So let's let's just dive in. Um, we we start, of course, with the tragic uh, after Kasha's elimination. I know. You know? Uh, so the, what really seemed to be the, the feature at the beginning was, uh, oddly enough, Candy Ho. And yeah. this quote, I mean, the cringe for me. I mean, when she says, Rue gave me another chance, so I'm just going to have to go crazy, untuck, and act a fool. It seems like something they fed to her or something. I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, I just I mean, this is jumping way to the ends, but but just to kind of give a framework really that I take away from Candy Ho, both this episode and all episodes, but I think maybe this one because we get so much time with her in Untucked, is that Candy never says anything interesting. It is so generic, mm-hmm. like, you know, like she'll say you know, you know, I just, uh, it was, it, I'm going to have to just be funny. I'm just going to have to stand out. Uh, that's like, there's just nothing any deeper than observations, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you and, um, Johnny talk about it every once in a while too. Like, you know, you know who Rue goes up to and, and genuinely likes and gen- genuinely sees them as a peer, like Alaska and Bianca and Shangela and all those folk. And then there's the others, but I, I want to see more because Candy is such an enigma as well too. Yeah. And, it's it's not we don't see it or at least we don't see all the interesting things that she has said that's but, fair yeah mm-hmm. and like halfway through is nothing to scoff at like i love how she leaves mm-hmm. she's very appreciative of the opportunity too and like she wasn't first to go no it's no, not bad I mean, at all it's not bad i think it's um i think the unfortunate thing is that she just when you think about oh what what do you what do we know candy ho for on on all on drag race it's uh we know that she kind of faded into the woodwork you know but then she'd lip sync and win so yeah it was kind of this weird yeah are great she's great probably even this one as well like i think oh yeah that was the thing of like oh the editing really had to hide how good candy was Uh uh-huh i have a lot of things to say about that too but that's that's the main idea yeah 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 all right well then we won't jump the gun we'll earn our way there uh, what are your thoughts on Violet saying that she's going to work on her catitude? She's going to soften up a little. Yeah, I think it's just something that she, first of all, that's like the second time she said it because she said it in Untucked probably yeah. like two hours before this. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and um, I also have to say that Candy brags about eliminating the older queens and I got a little defensive for right? uh, for Tempest and Kasha. Right, um, right. Like, I'm not know. into this. Uh, what's the term for killing old people? Uh, <laughs> I know. It, right? There's like a, there's a word for it. It. I'm sure it fails something us at the aside geriatricide or something yeah like that. <laughs> um she said you know she has this I don't know if it's the talking head that I that came first but she's like oh yeah I'm, I, in this competition uh, you know I've always come from a place of I don't know if she said love or and oh. humor or something like that it's like uh, anything I say either comes from a place of humor or truth okay yeah there's that um, which is uh, you know I feel like the 
I understand what she's saying, and mm-hmm. I think that the other side of it, and I don't know what this comes with, whether it's age or just my own experience or, like, being afraid of upsetting people, but I also think there are times when you decide whether something's worth saying. If that truth is going to benefit the situation or if it's going to mm-hmm. derail the situation, because, like, the reality is, and maybe this does come with age, is that especially in the in something like this, like— in, I just think that people are people are rarely being a hundred percent honest. Yeah, ever right? Yeah, like, and and not always for malicious reasons. Sometimes mm-hmm. people are just hiding a part of themselves, or they are not saying something a certain way because they know it's not going to be constructive. And I hope you're not thinking I'm saying this like hiding things from you. I don't want to like. No, no, no. I get it. Keep going. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just mean that. Like I. I think <laughs> that we are always editing or modifying or coding or. I, I think sometimes for very good reasons, just like we don't want to hurt someone's feelings or yeah. we read the room and we know how people hear something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just think no. that learning that kind of emotional like intelligence about when and how to share the truth. Yeah. And I think to build on that, too, it's a really good point, because as gay or queer people, I'll just like expand it to that. We are sure. so used to editing ourselves and modifying ourselves and reading a room. Can I be comfortable around everyone in this room? Like... I was just talking last week, and I'm, I'm going to try not to make this, like, a, a tangent, but, like, I don't know if you listened to our latest episode last week about... Of course I did. <laughs> ...about listening to straight men doing mm-hmm. podcasts, yep. and how I'm really grappling with the fact that, like, going into that podcast, as soon as I heard them talk, I was, like, turned off immediately yep. by it, and yeah. that there's always some sort of queer influence with all the podcasts I listen to, because... Um, in a way, you know, you feel like you're catching up and you 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 have all this content and all those stories that you want to you want to, you know, surround yourself with. And it's nothing against them, but it it was just very like CBS comedy, yeah. very uh macho man. Like I I was listening to a podcast uh yesterday and oh, who was it? I can't remember, but it was it was a, a queer person and they were like, "Oh, is this a boy movie?" That's how they were uh-huh. t- like yeah, and like, yeah. "Oh, is this a boy podcast?" And it's mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to quite get over that because I'm not, I'm not like devalidating what they're doing or what they're, you know, uh, delivering, but to kind of build it going back to where you were, um, you know, when I'm in a room of straight men, you know, I, there is a level of being uncomfortable that I have to like get over or kind of like talk it out with them. And if I sense any sort of, um, any sort of hint that they're uncomfortable with me, I immediately, go in a you know slightly defense mode but also yeah. like i need to like adjust a little bit and which is bullshit yeah. but that's like what you know that's kind of what the gig is i wish it wasn't and i'm working mm-hmm. on it but i don't know your thoughts <laughs> I, I i you you are reading out of my dream journal i yeah right? are, i i know that gig <laughs> left right and center girl i i yeah. know what you're talking about exactly and i think there is that level of like we we've had to do it to defend ourselves or to protect ourselves that now I'm doing it even when I just like I feel like and I'm not going to like casually use like PTSD because like people like use that so casually now. But I yeah. know that I like have triggers, maybe some triggers from yeah. like high school. Like, for example, if I hear a group of like guys laughing about something immediately they must be laughing at me uh, you know or just people in general if i hear sure. people laughing i think oh i have to i have to listen long enough to make sure it's not about me mm. and like you could say oh like that's pretty self-centered to think the whole world's about you but it's no like, it's not no i just had years where it was about me and i 
was the butt of the joke and I don't want to feel that way again. And like, it's not even a conscious decision to like, listen for it, you know? Um, and it's funny cause I, of course I did listen to that episode and I, I've listened to, I listen to, we hate, we hate movies whenever they review a movie that I really kind of want to hear sure. them talk about. Um, and I liked it. I really enjoyed it, but I have the same issue with like straight guys and some of that straight, like there's certain pitches that I hear as a gay man, like a dog that I'm like, Oh, I hear that. I don't like that. Yeah. And, and it, it just wasn't as funny to me. Sorry to interrupt you. No, and, go ahead, and yeah. I, but it is funny in its own right. Like I know that, and it's not like, I'm not like, it's just humor. What you find funny individually for each person is such an interesting thing to me because I know people that would watch the comeback and think it's like the dumbest thing ever, you uh, know, or I Portlandia, Portlandia. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. if, if I played Portlandia for like my brother, he would be like, what? But if I played yeah. him the Big Bang Theory or like something, you know, he would be right. all in. And that's fascinating oh, wow. to me. I, I right. don't know what it is. Yeah. Like I can't even read it because it's just like, well, I guess yeah. that's how we're all wired. But you know, and and that whole thing of like just getting kind of turned off or or not hooked. Like, I didn't have that with We Hate Movies, but I did have that, and it's crazy. I have not been able to go back to it, but I know you and Amanda love it. But film snuff. I uh, okay. I started listening to an episode, and one of them made this like really awful like rape joke or something. Okay. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Like, if I wanted to listen to an ignorant straight guy, I'd go outside. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. fuck you. And, like, I just was like, God, I want to get back into this because I, like, value mm-hmm. your opinions. You must like yeah. them for a reason. Yeah. Especially if you have this issue that mm-hmm. I have that you could still listen to them. Did I just listen to a, a – did I just not – It could have been. Do you remember which episode yeah. it was? Oh, I, I'll go back and find sure, it. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like, I wish I could remember. But, uh, yeah, I was – it was one, I think – Amanda had recommended when she first recommended the podcast and I was like oh maybe it was well, Titanic or something who knows maybe yeah, yeah. I have not I've like, yet to listen to that one but yeah. it it's film snuff took me about five or six episodes but I I did truck through and I really like them a lot and I it's kind of like this is shitty to say but like earning my respect I don't know how yeah. else to say that like yeah. um you know they would make a joke about they would they would never you know like rape obviously you know that's that's a different territory as well but there was something about like they were sticking it for queer people and I was like, okay, that's uh-huh. like I'm I'm on board now. And that was kind of right. a turning point for me. I just need to know that you're on my side in a way, yes. if yes. that makes sense. Um, but I, I don't know how to get rid of that sort of initial, you know, boy movie, boy podcast, like bachelor right. party and I'm the only gay guy there, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I think the reality is, I guess the other side of it is that like, I mean, it's maybe this is devil's advocate, right? And like, I know that we're basically into a nuance episode, but like, whatever. <laughs> I know, if, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. We can talk. No, I'm saying we can talk about whatever we want. I don't yeah. fucking care. Uh, if people want to know what happened on this episode, go listen to Squirrel Friends. Maybe they'll cover it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I, uh, I definitely have like a similar response uh, to certain queer podcasts. Okay. Like I, if I start listening and it's just, and I, I think that this is not internalized homophobia. I think this is a genuine feeling, but if I start listening and it's that bitchy gay voice of like, hi, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. If it's that I'm off, I'm not listening. Yeah. I'm not interested. I don't want to hear your vocal fry. I don't want to hear you over it for 90 minutes. I know. But when you it's know? Alaska, I'm like, bring it on. You know oh, what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, it's, but that's yeah. interesting, right? It's like, we yeah. know Alaska, but I, I get it. And I, it's another yeah, I, sort of um, layer of this. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's another like, what am I reacting against? And I think what yeah. I in that case, I feel like what I'm reacting against is like, you know, we talk about like the mean gays all the time and sure. gays being mean to each other. And I think mean is a like the nuance of mean that I know that I'm also really responding to is like there's a there's a way and I there's probably all sorts of reasons that are its own episode that a a gay man will carry himself like he's Alexis Carrington from Dynasty like he'll come carry himself like he's this like mm-hmm. diva and then everything is kind of this diva attitude of like being over it from the start and yeah. I don't know what that is other than a defense mechanism sure. other than like a type of drag but it is so alienating mm-hmm. and it's so hard to connect with yeah. and especially it, like, if they're hot like or oh like, yeah because yeah. then you're like well geez like you almost had me but you know yeah uh your attitude is is just killing the buzz you know yeah so and the, yeah i just want to say one more thing and i'll be done i'm sorry <laughs> no, no don't apologize yeah, just like um it's also like looking at it from the other side of the devil's advocate too. Like I, I brought up the bachelor, like only gay at the bachelor party because my brother got married recently and Keon and I were the only gays there and his, mm-hmm. his friends are all really kind yeah. and uh, we're really great. But there is that level of, I immediately feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Because they're, yeah. they were just like a bunch of guys and a bunch mm-hmm. of bros, not bros, but like, you know, and they kind of, you know, they're all close and Keon and I are just kind of on the outskirts and, you know, but they might have been uncomfortable with us, not for the sake of that we're being gay or that we're right. being gay, that we're gay. It's just that they don't know how to connect either too. And I felt like I should have been like Miss Fame. I'm like, should we just talk about our feelings? I'm like in the hot tub. <laughs> So should we talk about it or not talk about it? I know. I just it? have yeah. so many things to say or should I just like keep drinking? Okay. Right, right. Yeah. I'll yeah. just keep drinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it can, We could go on. We could go on forever. But We uh, could. But I, 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 I totally know that challenge. And yeah. to somehow bring all of this, I don't know how, back to the scene, I think what, what got us on this tangent was Violet, um, yeah. Violet changing our attitude. I, I guess what I'll say in response to that is I believe her. Like sure. I, yeah, I, be- I do believe her, you know, uh-huh. um, and I guess because we do see it, we see her making the effort, sometimes maybe a little earnest, a little too earnestly, but like, yeah, I'm not going to knock her for trying to be nicer. You know? Yeah, it's yeah, she's trying, uh, especially yeah. in Untucked when Jaden's like having her moment and she's like exactly. sitting next to her and like, she's like, yeah, it is hard putting a look yeah. together and having them shit on it. Yeah, that was actually the 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 moment that I don't mind my hat hair that was actually the moment uh that i was thinking of of like yeah violet really uh she really does soften and recognizes like what kind of support Jaden needs in a way that i didn't expect violet to know how to do yeah so props to you mama yeah props to you mama (laughs) Uh, and meanwhile miss fame is just over pearl i think you know she's like yeah they're setting this up Yeah. yeah yeah and I guess kind of the the initial thought on that is I think I think we're supposed to, I don't know whose side we're supposed to be on I guess is what I'm saying. I don't know if we're supposed to think yeah. is right or fame is right. Yeah, I mean I sided with Miss Fame just because I'm kind of like and especially after what I saw this episode too and like it's not for lack of trying as far as like Pearl's look on the runway because we learn why she went with that look but I think there's some residual just like uh, you know, she won the last challenge after that whole meltdown with RuPaul. She was kind of almost rewarded yeah. for that whole thing because it was part of that storyline and the whole yeah. like, thank you for pushing me, RuPaul. Like, I've learned so much, mm-hmm. which was I, at first I didn't think it was produced. You know, I was just like, oh, maybe she just said it because she felt good. But I feel like it was some yeah. sort of 
moment. There's something happening. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I think fame is feeling like she's trying really hard and she is like, I think despite or regardless of, of the performance that comes out, I don't think anyone could say that fame is not trying really hard Yeah. to, to, to do the best she can. And I, I think that's really sweet and, and, you know, we'll get to it later, but Max has that line about, you know, it's a, it's not about like, oh, I can't do it or it's not something I do. Like it's about coming at something with a positive attitude and with excitement. Yeah. And I think that even when she gets stuck, like fame is willing to like keep trying to figure yeah. out how to do it, you know? Yeah. And whereas Pearl, I think is kind of like, I'm fucking over it, but I win this week. That, yeah. I mean, I think that, that, both speaks to fame's issues with Pearl. And I think, and we see it more this episode, it speaks to some of the issues with season seven. Yeah. It's you kind know? of this through line that we're seeing. It's like these queens are, you know, I try to think of other queens that have been like rewarded for, you know, just because they make good TV. You know, like we talk about yeah. the whole like Alyssa thing. Like she can, she's a, she's a great TV personality and like she mm -hmm. made it far and made it, you know, brought her back for all stars and everything like that. Um, but she is like a fierce queen. And I think it's because we don't see the follow through aesthetically with Pearl too, I guess. Like yeah. she has great looks. Like I loved her beard challenge look. Like that was amazing. Same. And yeah. I actually like last week's runway too. Like she, she has, she's put together, but, um, I don't know where I was quite going with that, but, yeah. uh, yeah. It's, well, that there, you were saying she knows queens. now that she can get away with some stuff and like, yeah. I'm, um, you know, teacher's pet to an extent. Yeah, 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 that I have some kind of in. Um, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, you were saying like queens who kind of get away with or get rewarded even though they're not kind of doing what seems like enough. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think Adore got a away with a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think they decided they liked Adore and so she got away with some terrible looks. Um, I but think they both have ways, charisma. Go ahead, sorry. They both have, no, you're right. They both yeah. have charisma and I think uh, to that point, I'm glad you mentioned that because to that point, I think one of the ultimate examples of having tons of charisma but not always nailing it in the looks or even the challenge is Latrice Royale. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Like she's not, I mean, the I think the All Star Stars 4 Meet the Queens episode when I was super drunk after recording with Amanda. <laughs> I recorded that with Johnny and I was tanked. And I, I like it. went on such a tangent about how Latrice is not is not a good competitor. But, but she's I agree. A great queen. Uh, yeah. I, I <laughs> said that true, to Johnny yeah. too and he got like uh, he was just like, ugh, just leave now because he loves Latrice. And I love Latrice. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not too. saying that I don't, but she did not have a good run on All Stars 1. I am sorry. Like, No. And and if we looked back at season four, she she had some real winners. But like there were some looks where I was like, girl. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, excited for All Stars 4. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on board to see, you know, Third Time's a Charm. Yeah. Really. Like Latrice now. I mean, this is oh, Latrice. Yeah. It's a different body. It's yeah. a different time in her career. She's married. Who knows how all of that affects her? Yeah, her confidence. Point of view. She's got yeah, new teeth. Confidence. I mean, she, come on. <laughs> she has new teeth. <laughs> she does. Yeah. I mean, and I saw like I saw some of like her clips from like the promo, like the Meet the Queens promo, and her like smashing that ice block. She was oh, the best great. one. She's oh, the best one. Yeah. Yeah, She's got a lot and of that's strength. where you remember. God, this queen. Yeah, like, yeah. I I love Latrice. I love her. Charm for days. Oh yes. Uh, but of course, unfortunately, she's not in season seven. I know, uh, right? Back to the next day. Back to, yeah. Anyway, so next day workroom. Uh, I'm curious your thoughts on Max's um, adversion, aversion to sex talk. Yes. Well, this kind of goes, kind of building a, on like the whole sort of, I don't want to say queer experience or gay experience, but like I have a couple friends that, you know, like 
like people that I'm close to or people that are just acquaintances that just like are always talking in innuendo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to an, yeah. to an extent, it's like, all right, let's have a conversation here because that's mm-hmm. my kind of drag. Um, right. But right. I don't mind like kikiing and like laughing like, oh, like, you know, whatever pops up. So I, I get it. I get it to an extent. And that's all the queens are going. Because like literally, or Katya says, who would you fuck? Like, who would right. you have sex with? And at that point too, Max was enough around these uh, around these queens enough that he's like, I can't believe we're going here either. Like yet again, or like, can we just stop? Um, right. But that's not a place to be in when you're a drag queen or you know on a reality show too. So they're really cashing out on that. That's all I have exactly. to say. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and yeah. then it makes you wonder because obviously we hear a lot of things about like the Max we see versus the real Max in Untucked that. I almost wonder is this a is this a produced choice to stand out? You know, like yeah, it's the beginning Max, of all this. Yeah, is yeah, is Max doing this just to get noticed in the scene? Uh, what what's the real story with Max? You know, yeah. Um, I know what you're saying about that. There are, you know, there was a situation uh, recently, and I'll be vague, but I'll tell you all about it off the podcast. But there was someone sure. that, that was I was interacting with who it seemed like it was the same thing. Like he didn't know how to. It was like he didn't know how to be in a situation with other gay men and not have it be sexually charged yeah and it was like you know i mean a little flirting and whatnot that that, i ain't afraid no ghosts that's fine sure go for it i'm not a prude in the least but uh i do think at a certain point to your point hey can we just like does everything have to be a sex joke? Could we just have a real connection now, you know? Yeah, it's not my language. I don't know. I don't know how else to, like, say it. Like, I, I will. Like, I will totally... Like you said, I think we're kind of on the same page already, too. But mm-hmm. it gets to a point where you're like, uh, I think I've had enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want, and it's you want fine. some variation. Do your thing. Do it. Right. And do yeah. it well. Live out uh, loud. Be slutty. But Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you mentioned it last week, too, but um, you said, I don't know if it's changed. I just want to give you that option or even open it up to eliminated queens. But which of these girls would you sleep with? (laughs) That's a good question. I think the last time I had landed on Candy Ho because I just thought the name Frank Diaz was so fucking hot. (laughs) I know. I know. I was listening to that. It was so good. Um, Frank. Frank. uh, That's just like. I just love that. It just that appeals to my like Jersey roots. I'm like, yeah. uh, I'll meet you behind Jenks and Seaside, which is like such a regional <laughs> reference. Seaside is like, um, it's like a, a town on like the, the Jersey Shore. Okay. And then Jenkinson's is this like sort of carnival boardwalk situation. Love it. But if you're local, you call it Jenks. So, oh, uh, I love it. yeah, it's like I'm meeting Anthony down at Jenks behind the Zeppelin stand for a blowjob. You know, it'd be <laughs> one of those. Um, <laughs> But anyway, speaking of just talking sexual the whole time, uh, who would I? Who else would I? I, I think I might stay. Like Candy's personality doesn't really turn me on, but I think physically that's like the closest sure. to my like Got my it. cup of soup. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Uh, I would have to say Katya. I really would. Okay. I, I think he's really cute as a boy, and I feel like he would just be like a freak in the bedroom, and I'm oh, I'm yeah. down. I'm yeah. down. He's very flexible. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I've I've heard him talk about some of the things. Uh, like I think on Unha maybe or on the sure. podcast, he's like talked about like what like stuff he's into, and I'm like, oh yeah, he's yeah, sure, he's I, good. I feel like yeah. I would learn some things if that makes mm. sense. Yeah, and also just be like, I, would, <laughs> I don't know. There's whether it's all talk or I I I would like to think it's not all talk. So right. yeah, Katya well, I, all the way. I, Right, I feel like Katya. I think she actually was doing sex work for some time, so oh, she's practicing. She's yeah. done. It. She's professional. Yeah, she's a professional. <laughs> okay, Chad she's Michaels. a professional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
so then of course the mini challenge uh sponsored by justin case underpants mm-hmm. is monster in your pants it's fun um, it's fine it's a it's game of fun. memory we always have one at least every season mm-hmm. it was I set love- up well it was set up well. I love that someone had a hat named Mary. Like I know. I was going to say, someone's yeah. named Mary. I love that. I love that there was a twink in a hat called Bear. Um, yes. And this, I mean, I to me, the, the biggest highlight of this is this is really one of Katya's, and really one of the best confessional talking head moments yeah, of the series. Yeah, I wrote it series. down too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think she's like, yeah, I don't care. Like, I don't care who who has the monster, whose number has is what. When do I get to blow them? And then, like, it's one of the rare times. We've heard the producer before. We hear them talking to, to Gia Gunn in season six at points. But I don't think we've ever heard a producer, like, crack up at a contestant. That's true. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. This. Yeah. And I think that's, like... In a way, I feel like the inclusion of that was just highlighting that Katya is the queen of confessionals. That's true. Grapefruits you know? or no grapefruits, mm. she's she's selling it. She's selling it. I feel like at this, there, there were very few grapefruits. There was some citrus at one point. Um, I think, no, it wasn't in this talking head. At some point... She plays with a couple of limes, but um, yeah, we'll get there. I, I'm used to it though. I feel like I now I'm like settled in. I'm like, all right, I'm, yeah. I'm, it's fine because it's still entertaining at the end of the day. Absolutely. It's still great. Oh no, I mean anything she does in a talking head, I'll watch. Um, so uh, I have this thing that says the first time. I don't know what's the first time. Oh, oh, I think it's. I think it's when she's when she's playing and she and she gets out the first time. Oh yeah, time. she picks the monster. Is it Katya that did that? It's Katya. Yeah, I, I yeah. think someone else does, but I know she does. And I I know when she says the first time, it made me think of Mrs. Doubtfire when Sally Field says the oh, whole time. Oh, the whole time. time. Yeah. Keanu and I say that all the time. Uh, we just it's did great. it as a as a bonus episode of All Right, Mary, <sighs> and it's um it's so it's on my mind. Oh my god, that episode. Uh, I'll send it to you if you don't have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So good. Um, I'll just send you the link. Yeah, so you have all yeah do it. Uh, so I was also very happy that the guy in the Mary hat had uh, eight and a half. I was like, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yes. representing well. Yeah, glad it wasn't a monster. Uh, okay, I want to I ask, and, you can, and any of the other thoughts on this mini challenge, but I do want your thoughts on Pearl in this mini challenge. I don't remember. Can you refresh my memory? Yeah. So it's funny because Johnny and I were talking about this. It was like we had to queen out about it. I think we actually recorded it when we were in a bonus episode of queening out about this moment because it's like we're not going to get a chance to. So we have to talk about it now. Yeah. But when Pearl does the the fuck you, Pete, I oh, yeah. cringe so hard <laughs> because I just think that this is one of those moments where it's like Pearl, like – you're not this. Like, you're trying to be a yes. producer's contestant. That's and true. I'm not, I'm not buying it. I was waiting for other contestants to say something similar. My my next note, my only note after this is Pete is really sexy and then Ginger wins. Because Pete was my favorite. Uh, he was... It's he hard was, because you, they only show them for like a second and then you're taking notes and all that stuff. Yeah. And you're trying yeah. to pause. But uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't... To be honest, I didn't cringe as much as you, but I... There is that sort of like playfulness that doesn't fit Pearl as well as maybe like Katya. If Katya said that, yes, because um, Katya has that whole like that rant, like motherfucking shit, goddamn whore of a son of a bitch. It's yeah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. It suits uh, her better. Yeah, yeah. And what well, you know, what this I I noticed this the last episode because I was curious what your response would be, both of you, when when Pearl has that line about like, oh, oh, shut up. We all know who goddamn Tammy Faye is. Oh it, my God. I was well, screaming. I loved it so much. And I thought that was, it was so funny to me because like, 
I was like, oh, wow, because I cringed so hard oh, at that. Oh, I was, I rewound that shit like three <laughs> times. It's so funny to me. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was so crazy because I had such a strong other reaction that was like, oh, that's such a strong, like, different reaction. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was like so, like silly and stupid and like such a weird little comeback that i was i was tickled pink as it was a would weird say. little comeback because because she she starts strong <laughs> she's like, oh shut up we all know who goddamn tammy <laughs> yeah. Tay is like she she suddenly realized that she had like flown a higher altitude than she was ready for uh, like it just yeah it just i love that i love that so much <laughs> um good i'm glad we got to address that because it was like pearl has these moments where it's like she's trying to be an extrovert and yes it's just not working mm -hmm. and it's like why i appreciate now why cameron michaels didn't do that yeah you know? sure yeah you know like yeah. i see now why that worked out well you know yeah absolutely um, so obviously the main challenge gets announced that uh rue hollywood stories were now now that being said have you watched e true hollywood stories ever oh i remember them back in the okay. day I, I don't have like a favorite but i remember the show for sure mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, I remember watching it as a kid. I remember, so watching E! as a kid is like a, when I say kid, I guess I mean like ages like 12 through 14 maybe. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the post-gay, pre-high school, like this weird era. Yeah. Because I figured out I was, like looking back, I knew forever, but I, I like figured it out when I was 12. I was like, oh, I'm gay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, watching like e true hollywood stories and e in general was kind of this weird like gay queer adjacent content yeah there's some influence there yeah yeah and at the time like i remember like i guess it was during the summer because i was home but on weekdays they would air these reruns of these old 70s sitcoms one day at a time and alice which i highly recommend to you and anybody listening yeah um, i've heard of alice i've heard of alice. oh yeah it's great it's so good and one day at a time also great and um and then there would be e true hollywood stories and there would be like fashion tv there'd be just like this, oh. this weird really campy queer stuff and so whenever i think of e true hollywood stories i just think of it as like archived early gay media yeah know? it's like yeah. when that's like in your prime where you're kind of just collecting things and storing them away in your right right your little and queer like, brain and, and attaching yourself to things yeah right and like it helps to make sense of things so like when i'm seeing the e true hollywood story of like rock hudson when i'm 13 yeah i'm like putting pieces together now that i didn't have before yeah you know? um you don't have to share if you don't want to, but I'm just curious. Uh, what what age did you like figure out you were gay? That's a. I was thinking as soon as you said that, I was kind of thinking back to when I. I'd probably say about the same time, like 13 or 14. Yeah, it's like when people ask me this question, you know, like, how did you know, or when did you know? Like you said, you always kind of know, but um, I don't know, just like neighborhood boys and kind of like having a little bit of a wandering eye and like yeah. thinking about. I, I definitely remember, like, when I was younger, um, we, uh, my brother, myself, and uh, I'm not going to say his name, but another neighborhood friend, um, he, you know, he, like, had a porno stashed away somewhere, and he mm -hmm. found it. We were, like, in the basement. We were all looking at it, and um, <laughs> and we were just, and we were, uh, you know, my brother and uh, this other friend were, like, whoa, and I was, like, I think I actually said out loud, I don't feel anything, or, like, I don't, I don't get this. Yeah, and, oh, wow. and. And my brother said, like, 
he said like, oh, maybe you'll like it when you're older or something. Much、mm. like sports, he used to say that to me about sports, and that never spoiler <laughs> alert that never、uh, never happened know, came into fruition. But、right. uh, uh, yeah, I remember that very vividly, and I was like, oh, I guess like because I didn't know what I was supposed to feel or、right. you know what was supposed to be happening, you know. Yeah. See, south I, of the border. I, yeah. No. <laughs> totally. I I just think all of that is so funny and so fascinating because like. There's so many nuances to that where I'm like, oh yeah, I、sure. had the same experience of watching porn and like I or like looking at porn. I remember like I had we had these neighbors who lived kind of behind us, and I remember like looking at Penthouse magazine with the neighbor kids, yeah, and being like, and definitely having that moment of like, well, the woman's not doing anything for me, but because、mm-hmm. Penthouse would show penises, and I was yeah, like, oh. Well, what's that about? And <laughs>、yeah. it was just like things like that that, like, I look back now and it's like I understand it now, but I remember not understanding it.、It's, yeah, and then you kind、weird. of suppress some of it, and then you just kind of,、uh, you know, I dated girls in high school. I had like three girlfriends long term,、wow. like、uh, eight months. I think was my longest, maybe nine months. But I would always、mm-hmm. like cut it off as soon as like she'd be like, you know, my parents aren't home. Maybe you could come like help me study. <laughs> And she's like laying on the bed, and I'm like admiring her mom's Barbra Streisand like <laughs> like albums, you know? Like,、yeah. I it's it's weird, and and like I just kind of did it to save face, and I did like I I could not and would not like allow myself to be out in high school.、Uh, you、yeah. know, that was like 2001 through 2004.、Um, you know, I just wanted to get out alive and unscathed. Yeah, and there was only like one other gay kid in school, and he like. You know, people laughed at him, but I don't think anyone ever beat him up. Like it was a fairly、right. like progressive suburb of Pittsburgh, but、um, you know, I wasn't ready at、right. all. Oh, at all. oh, oh, at all. Oh, yeah, <laughs> same. Like I was not ready. I went to like all boys Catholic high school, and it was super homophobic. So like, oh yeah, not the place to do it. But I briefly had a girlfriend who I met in the theater company. You know, of like I was like, girl, and like she, I think looking back, realized, oh. Duh. Like, yeah,、happened. and it's like kind of fighting off because I was like, once I got my braces off and I got contacts and like lost twenty pounds, I was like a hot commodity junior year, and like she's all like, that, <laughs> you know, exactly. And I'm trying to like swat off these girls that are like writing me notes. I was like, I just don't have time. I'm really focused on show choir, so like I can't. <laughs> And like honestly, that should have told them everything. I know,、really、but like show choir. <laughs> yeah, I guess I quote unquote. I hate saying this word, but like past、uh-huh. um, of not. You know, allowing myself to get to that point, or being too feminine, or yeah.、Uh, well, that's funny that whole passing thing because Johnny and I just talked about that. I think when we were doing the Mrs. Doubtfire episode, we were talking about the concept of like gay face and like、oh, having yeah. gay yes. face. Yes. And like we were saying, like you know, Johnny doesn't really have it. I do in a way. You don't really have it,、mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if I can even. Tell you why you don't or do? Sure, yeah. How do you articulate that? Yeah, and 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 it's not bad or good. It's just yeah. I have learned over time how to identify a gay person by visuals. Oh and, yeah. Um, I would not look at you or Johnny and automatically think, oh yeah, they're gay. Yeah, yeah. it takes、um, some figuring out, I guess. Yeah, but this bonfire is uncontainable, so people always know, which is fine. Yeah,、uh, I am so relieved that I don't have to come out. It's the it's the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Oh、uh, yeah, is to be kind of gay. So <laughs> <Yeah> . <laughs> gay、it's、is just, okay. Jaden、yeah. Dior Fierce says it later. 
Gay is okay. Gay and is okay. Put that on a tote bag. Put that on a tote bag. Um, and speaking of which, I guess we should talk about this episode. Sorry. I <laughs> I am not the keeping things on track, Mary. I know. Uh, <laughs> we're both flying off the rails. The gay rails yeah, here. I'm a tangent, Mary. And so uh, so obviously they uh, they choose teams and mm-hmm. uh, Ginger chooses Kennedy and Katya, who's you know, the last of the big old lady brigade. Uh, yeah, and I think was also entirely strategic because if you look at the other teams, both are kind of fucked. Yeah, there's there's at least like some sort of, you know, anchor holding yes. that team down in some way, or at least we've seen so in the past. Um, right. There's like so there's you know Max is obviously in these kind of challenges is a reliable contestant, but Violet and Candy, fuck, God help you. Yeah, it's kind of. It's almost like sabotaging Max, which we realize yeah. Ginger has something against. So, or who we realize Ginger has something against. So, yeah. I almost think that that was pretty much her only motive was to sabotage Max, mm-hmm. and then Miss Fame, Jaden, and Pearl was just kind of like what was left. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. that was the second team she picked. Yeah. So, uh, Team Pearl has like Pearl's like throwing some ideas in the hat, and Jaden is not having it. She's like, "Let's just learn our lines. I don't yeah. want another Shakespeare here." Yeah, she says, you know, Pearl's like, well, what if we did this? And I'm like, what if we learned our lines? I, I, like, I kind of, I have to say that I really, much like Jocelyn Fox with season six, I have grown to love Jaden. Same. Yeah. I love her. I really love her a lot. And her yeah. talking heads are nothing to scoff at either. She has no. this thing. She's like, here it is. I don't want to not know my lines and make a fool out of myself in front of everyone. Go home just because <laughs> these other fools want to pull a stunt. She's like, child, I love it. I love I it. I love it. I love yeah. it, and I love, and, and we see hats. it. In a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the spiky hats and the and the lensless glasses. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, yeah, there are no lenses in her, there. Her little drag. Uh, I we see it in Untucked, but we see the way that Kennedy has kind of taken her under her wing a yep. little bit, like all mm-hmm. my sister Jaden. Like she, I I appreciate, I appreciate that they recognize that Jaden is young, but God, like she tries really hard. She and does. She's full of energy and mm-hmm. like. I, I was going to mention it later, but I have to just bring it up now. But my my favorite thing about Jaden, I think it's the season nine reunion finale, and she does one of the like warm ups. You know what I've I'm seen talking it. about? I just the watched calming... it like this week. Ironically enough, she did oh, Call Me Mother, God. and it was thank great. God. It's so good. It's it one is one of my favorite drag drag race girl non drag mm-hmm. race performances because she puts her back into it. Like, yeah, and then those dancers come out. It's great. The, it's great. And I mean, I just, I love that performance so much. So like that alone, I'm like, Jaden, don't fuck with this queen. Yeah. I love so her. Good. I really love her a lot. Yeah. And she seems so lovable and just like, yes. so such a good energy. Yeah. So, um, I kind of seeing her try to take a leadership position. I like support that. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, yeah, someone I, has to. Cause I really think Jaden in general, I think she has a lot of talent and a lot of good ideas and a lot of drive. And I think, it's the it's her nerves and it's the situation mm-hmm. and the environment of the of the competition that are throwing her off. Yeah, and she doesn't have anyone to sort of lean on. We see a little bit, like you said, of Kennedy, but she's not as close to no. you know. She's she's kind of just wandering, and I think it's kind of like how Max and Candy are kind of they they don't really at least yeah. that we see have anyone that they're latching on to. I just really enjoy Jaden's presence in the competition. I'm glad to see her. Does she go yeah. home next? She goes home. No, she doesn't go home till conjoined queens. But oh, she lip syncs right. the rest of the of the episode. Oh, she's like an Alexis Mateo, just sending yeah. everyone home. Yep. And then finally, it's like, girl, 
we ginger's got to stay we got to let you go that's true oh man yeah. that sucks yeah um uh, all right well moving on here moving on violet is over these acting challenges and yeah. i can't disagree with her this season um yeah it's it's just obviously we've all talked about this a million times but i think one of the biggest issues with season seven is it's just like an acting heavy ch- uh, season with not an acting heavy uh, cast. It's a looks heavy yeah. cast. And I don't know if you and uh, Johnny said it or if I saw it. On, you know the, how there's like, oh, you're not on Instagram, never mind. But there are like these like, sp- not spoilers, but just like behind the scenes RuPaul's Drag Race accounts. But sure, you know, yeah. for good reason too. Like s- acting challenges are a lot easier to manipulate from a producing standpoint rather than like a sewing challenge because sewing challenges like you either have a garment or you don't and i think yeah yeah it's an easier way to kind of get that the people they need at the front of everything i guess um i can't remember where i heard that i don't don't know if you guys said that or not but uh, it makes sense yeah yeah it makes sense i don't it doesn't feel like a familiar idea like oh i said that but it sounds like i mean it makes sense that like they they want to have challenges where they can like tell the story they want to tell. And yeah. Cause everyone's going to fuck up on their first take. And mm-hmm. then that's the, the stuff that they use. And right. then the people that, you know, might also stumble on their first take, but eventually get it right. They're going to show them doing well. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot so there's more that. to work with. Yeah. 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 Um, um, I the... think to that point, you yeah. know, I wouldn't call it an act one gun, but I'd call it like an act one water pistol. I think when we see, <laughs> uh, we see Katya saying like, I need to find a way to like stand out against, uh, you know, against Ginger. And mm-hmm. I think that like, uh, oh, this is where she's tossing some limes around uh, mm-hmm. and a little bit of citrus. But yes, yes, yes. It's it's definitely something I, I want to talk about when we get there. But this idea of does Katya, should Katya have won this challenge? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I so don't. I, oh, yeah. We'll talk about I, it when we get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, but we will get there. Uh, so we kind of jump right in. And if I'm moving, if there's anything I'm missing, yeah, feel go free for to it. No, raise you're your fine. Hands. But we jump right in with uh, Katia, Katia Kennedy and Ginger. And I took the note. The way that I saw this dynamic was Ginger's on Broadway, Katia's on SNL, and Kennedy's on Quaaludes. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes that's right? the order of yeah yeah ginger was stellar at least what we see you know if we're looking at it from that sort of what they're presenting to us yeah. she was great as michelle like probably had the it, best michelle look too oh it was the best look it was definitely the best performance it was the be- it was the most nuanced she yeah was doing she she just knew how to do this challenge yeah and i mean i think i mean obviously we'll get into it but i just don't I love Katya to death. I just don't know how Ginger didn't win this. Yeah, Katya has that, like, the mugging to the camera, like, community theater thing, like, like, yeah, what she did in Shakespeare, too, like, oh, sisters, la, 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 you know. um, Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it's kind of the same same shtick, I think. And it was kind of always the same character. Um, That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Kennedy's RuPaul is the weirdest fucking thing ever, says Katya. Yeah, and but the it way that really she is. Leans in. It's, it's spacey. Yeah, she's holding yeah. like what are those called? Uh, those little like oranges that like uh, little clementines. Kids eat. Yeah, not clementines. <laughs> there's like a name. Oh, uh, well, there's sometimes they I'll think come of in it. a bag called. They come in a bag called cuties. Yes, I've... that's what I was gonna say. Yes, cuties. <laughs> thank you, thank you. She's just holding cuties at this point. <laughs> 
Oh, and I love that because she's leaning really close to the camera. Like yeah. she's leaned in it's really close. It's the weirdest close. fucking thing ever. It's the weirdest fucking thing ever. And I, I mean, I love this, like, Kennedy. You have job security for the rest of your life. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what she was going for. I, I took it as she didn't know her lines. No, I, I, I don't know what it was, but I loved it. I just, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, Kennedy, I mean, she has a memory problem. She can't remember lines. Yeah. But I feel like when she remembers the line and she's able to find the reading, she gets it, like, perfectly. Oh, absolutely. She oh. should have been in the bottom, but thank God she was on the team that won. She yeah. could have easily been in the, especially with that runway, which oh, we will get to. Yeah. God, I mean, yes. we will, That's, yeah, yeah. Um, so then Team Violet, Candy, and Max. Um, Max is doing this Meryl Streep of drag thing. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts on that choice? (sighs) I mean, he's prepared. Here I go with Mm -hmm. calling Max he. Did you hear my theory? Like, we all call Max he. I don't know why. And I've done it, too. I I do it with Bob the Drag Queen, too. Ooh, I guess it's just the name. I'm not going to dive into that. But uh, (laughs) so she, I will say, Mm -hmm. um, she has a clear vision of, like, Mm -hmm. how this character looks and how this character moves. And, like, that's... It almost reminded me a little bit of like how Milk was in All Stars Three, like, and I'm oh. not, I'm not, but Milk took that to the extreme, I'd say. Um, but Max, you mm-hmm. know, like, with that being said, like, come back to Planet Earth for a moment here and just like realize where you are. I don't know. And this is how Michelle right. sees Merle. It was like too thought out to an extent. I yeah, it's it's rough. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I feel like it. I. <sighs> I love that she thought about, oh, how Michelle would see Merle. Like, I think that's very clever. Mm-hmm. But I I think maybe to do that, she almost had to do something bigger. You know, like, this felt, it, it was not enough. It was not enough. It was kind of, it was like she was like a villain on Barney. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was like a swing and a miss. She tried yeah. something, so you can't knock her for that. But it was also... It didn't. Yeah. I. I just think it. She needed to make a bigger choice if she was going to do something like, oh no, this is this like crazy version of how Michelle sees Merle. Like, yeah, and it's you like this be, fever dream. Yeah. Yeah, like you got to go to like the back row with that. Yeah, and she didn't. Yeah. Um, I agree. I also. I mean, uh, Violet. Violet kind of when people can't act, and I'm not an actor, so I'm not sure. saying that I'm better. But when people have to act who can't act. One of the worst ways in which they act is when they have to perform annoyance. It's, you know what I mean? It's, it is so insanely broad Mm -hmm. and um, rushed and uh, like just, it just doesn't, I feel like people think, and I think this came up when in Shakespeare, like, you know, how hard is it to be a bitch? How hard is it to play a bitch? Well, it's actually kind of hard because there's a very easy schmacting way to do it. Yeah. Which Hands is on Violet's the hips, doing. like looking out and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And yeah. that's what those gay guys that I was talking about before do. It's that like, <laughs> it's that performative bitchiness where I'm like, yeah, it's not even working. So stop. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. I think Violet, that was like the extent to which she reached with this performance. I'd say so too. And like, we have this whole, like, she's talking back to Ross thing. Like, I'm supposed to hold a cake and a drink, which is like, she's just not feeling comfortable. And that's like how she's choosing to to express her frustration, I guess. Right. Because it's right. not that hard. It it's is not, not that, hard. that hard. 
But we've um, already seen her do that. Whenever she gets kind of backed into a corner that she's not familiar with, she's like, she's blaming the other people for creating that situation for her. Yeah. Well, I'm just she, going off your your start when she said exactly. the Lucian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and exactly. That's so, exactly like, what I was thinking. It's partially your fault. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, so like, it's really your fault. You did this. It's um, yeah. it's a very like sociopathic move, actually. Like, it's a form of yeah. gaslighting. Yeah, uh, it is because she it. says and with Lucian, she's like, I'm sorry, I just don't really know like the lingo. So she does admit that she doesn't know what she's doing. But mm-hmm. then she goes right into and this is why because I was just going off of what you were doing anyway. So like, you're right. kind of not helping me and adding to my frustration. And right. how, so how problem, do you react? Yeah. yeah. So the problem here isn't that I'm fucking up. It's that you're creating an environment in which I can't help but fuck up. Yeah, that's really what she's doing. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, well, as and as Ross says, well, you know, no one said it was easy, kid. So yeah. Yeah, which I appreciate. I feel like Ross probably wanted to say something stronger. Oh, of uh, course. And then, honestly, I think Candy needed to pull a Jasmine Masters and just start packing. Like, oh god, I don't even waste your time. This though, I love this. Stay away from my man, and oh. just like the whole like evolution with this whole thing. It's terrible. It's just, it's, it's so. It's. It's like watching someone, you know, like it's like trying, it's like watching someone try to reach something on a really high shelf and Mm -hmm. like jump to reach it and jump to reach it and miss it by feet. You know what I mean? Like they don't even get close, but they keep jumping to reach it, you know? Sure. I will have to say like as big of a train wreck as this might seem to, there were some nuances that she was kind of getting. She looked crazy. I mean, I kind of get the wig like the silhouette that she was wearing, but the wig line wasn't great. But there were like a few bits and I can't remember any of them, but I I actually wrote like Haru is not that bad, but it is bad at the same time too. Like it's perfectly Mm -hmm. adequate to put her in the bottom and like with with her fucking up that line. Mother does not play that. that. (laughs) I think he like does it with a pen. He like points. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's like, fuck. Fuck. Uh, Uh, I love that. now then of course we move on to i think a very bizarre scene in general Jaden pearl and oh Faye. man the writing for this i don't know what the scene was about i don't no. know what any of the none of this made any sense the funny there were two funny parts and neither of them were in the script one was when Jaden in character said i forgot my line oh man I so cute and you referenced that like a couple episodes back and I totally forgot about it like on All Right Mary you were like I'm just ready for Jaden to say during Shakespeare probably with Amanda oh oh okay oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah I know you were like I'm just waiting for Jaden to say I forgot my line I was like what is that (laughs) and then she oh but it's like that so many times that happens in rehearsal and it's it that would have definitely made everyone on set kind of laugh a little bit exactly exactly because you're in the moment yeah yeah you're in the moment and she stayed in character it was yeah it it wasn't like when fame or when candy would just like give up and go back to themselves Mm -hmm. she like i don't know i just i know what ross was saying later in the episode of that like some good stuff was coming out but it took a while to get there yeah I just think there's still more soup in the pot when it comes to Jaden versus what we were getting from Candy, you know? Yeah, no, or I agree. Pearl or Fame or, or Violet, you know? Uh-huh. I do love how she says, y'all are crazy. Yeah. I love that. That's my favorite. That was like... I, she would get this like tone that like just was so... It was so good. It was such like a great register. <laughs> yeah, it was. She was just screaming. I would totally laugh with her if I was Fame or Pearl. Like I... Totally, yeah. totally. I think this could have been a less tense situation, and maybe she would have relaxed and done a better job. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. So, so Pearl says, "My monkeys made you this potato salad." 
But it's a it's a what muffin. What is happening? It's I a muffin. I have no idea. So yeah, I so it's lost me already. And then, of course, as we talked about in a clip of the week, fame has that meltdown. And uh, I don't know. I just I, we've we've kind of covered all of it, but I I really felt for her in Talking Head when she started crying and was like, oh, I yeah. just I don't want to disappoint RuPaul. Like I knew where she was arriving at. Of like, yeah. I just don't think I can do this. I don't think I could reach that shelf. I know that, you know? Yeah. And she's a perfectionist, like with her with her mug and like the way that she presents herself too. So anytime that's compromised and you just don't know how to fix it and you don't have enough time to really yeah. sort it out, like it could have been it, worse. Yeah. It oh, could have been way yeah. worse. It could have been a Jaden. I got this. Much is my oh, favorite. I got this. Oh, it's so good. I, I love, love it. That. I love that Jaden Dior Fears. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing that I wanted to say really quick about fame, because I wrote this down in my notes here, is she says, this is the toughest day I've had here so far, and I just like to be professional. I wonder what was going on, whether that's like, because we have yet to get to the Katya fame addiction talk, oh, which yeah. is such a great moment. I can't wait. Ugh. It's an upcoming clip it. of the week. I could smell it already. Oh, yeah. Like, I <laughs> insist, as on the nose as it would be, I still want yeah, it. Yeah. When we get to season seven, finishing up in like March of next year, I think yeah. season... I think season 11 starting shortly after all stars i i really feel i know i should be excited but yeah and i am in my own little way but it's also like i want to get back i'm i'm just having a really good time with season seven i'm not gonna yeah. apologize here yeah to paraphrase yeah. slash quote peppermint i'm just really digging season seven yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay um so I the get, next my, day yeah yeah lemon you know elimination day in the workroom i i mean kennedy is it's so funny. She's oh, like, it's great. Child, I don't know what I'm going to be. Yeah. Maybe And burn. like, that's such a terrible feeling. <laughs> oh, my God. And then she says, uh, I kind of morphosize into a glamazon. But before that was a night of hooking. And then she just like, that. these are to laugh. Like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's yeah. the first of like three times that we hear that in this episode. And she's just yeah. like working it out. It's like, it's her yeah. stand up. She's like, I'm just like kind of workshopping some stuff because <laughs> yeah. she changes the order. She's like, after a night of hooking, yes, I got, yeah. And then I, I metamorphosize into a glamazon beach. A beach. I think it's, it's not until she does it in untucked. I think that's the yeah, one she's that everybody ready. quotes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I didn't die. I just, <laughs> Oh, it's great. I think that's the line that like, oh, no, I because I, I remember when she's doing it and we're in the in Untucked. And I think Katya starts to laugh after after a long night of hooking. She's like, OK, bullshit. Yeah, she can say whatever go. she wants. She's safe now. She's like ready for that opportunity. Yeah. 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 Um, so then, of course, we get really kind of, you know, one of the few, I would say, social justice corners. Sure. Season seven mm-hmm. uh, is, is Jaden not being out. And uh, I... I mean, you know, we've we've nav- I feel like we've navigated this with other queens, like not being out or yeah. just not. I think Jaden may have been. Just, I feel like when I, when I saw that of her saying like I'm not out to my mom, but she knows about the drag. Yeah, how that's interesting. Not how, yeah. but uh, I, I'm like, how interesting is that? Is what I'm trying to say. It's, um, she has. I think she has four brothers. I think oh, wow. three or four. I saw her. I follow her on Instagram, and there was like a Thanksgiving photo or something, mm-hmm. and they're all like, you know guys it's yeah. tough i feel like that definitely doesn't add to it um yeah yeah i mean i i get it i think it's an it's such an interesting the story that she's telling is so interesting because i think there's a lot of people 
you know, even RuPaul that would just kind of preach of like, you know, we gay people, we get to choose our own family. Mm -hmm. And what Jaden is saying is like, yeah, this is really hard, but the sacrifice I don't want to make is losing my family. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not how just universal part ways. is that? Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. I and mean, that's like the number, I mean, the least top three thing you think about is like, how, how is this going to affect my family, my parents, you know, my friends, everything that sort of mm -hmm. goes into that. Um, I feel for her. I just want to, you know, I just want to hug her neck. Jane. Oh, I know. I just I want... know. And no one like went up to her. Like, I don't know if anyone hugged her, but we didn't see it. Like, I just wish, yeah. you know, I need a group hug. I need to know Jaden's okay. <laughs> I, need a, I need a group hug. And she was like three stations down from everybody else. I know. She was so isolated. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, I see how they're staging this. Uh, right, right. It was, I, I, um, I respect what she's saying. And I think it's a really important nuance because I think for a lot of us, you know, it's like, oh, if your family doesn't accept you, well, then fuck them. Like, you need to move on. And even Max says, like, well, then do you and be happy. And sure. Jaden's like, yeah, it's a little more complicated. It's a complicated thing, you know. And yeah. I respect that. I really she's do close with her family, yeah. And and you can't just tell her to rip herself away from that just because mm -hmm. they don't they don't get what she's doing. It's I think she's telling a story that's a lot of people's story. Absolutely. And, I think there was, you know, sometimes social justice corner is a little like shoehorned in, but mm -hmm. I think there was a real value in this one. Yeah. And they started with Katya talking about her mom and they do this with an untucked too. Like we see uh, Miss Fame's mom, who's like so supportive. And then they're showing yeah. Jaden on the end of that couch, just going through it. I was like, somebody yeah. help her. Somebody Ugh. hug this girl. Yeah. I know. Hug I her know. Neck. Hug Ugh. someone, hug Jaden's neck for God's sake. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I really felt for her this episode. I think uh, to have all those feelings coming up and like to be circling the drain and like even the runway, yeah. like she has a rough week. It's yeah. it's. Uh, I was gonna say it's set up in such a way that she is going home. You know, we get yeah. that backstory. Um, mm -hmm. And no way yeah. is this like are the, are the signs pointing towards Candy going home. Besides, like just the you know the her messing up lines and her right. runway look. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's not like, I, I, at least as far as I can tell, she's not giving them any other content, you know, other yeah. than the fact the week before she said, yeah, well, if I have to lip sync, I don't really care, you know? Yeah. Um, it's not painting her in a good light there. No. Um, but in the, in the end, Jaden says, I just want to be accepted for who I am. I just want people to know that gay is okay. Love yeah. Her. Yeah. I love how she dabs her tears too. Her hands are always shaking. I, oh, I, she's I know. a good crier, if that makes any sense. I don't know. She's it's a just great like, crier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, mm -hmm. with the lip trembling, she's a little oh, goose. I know. She, she <laughs> is. She is such, she's just this sweet little goose. Yeah. yeah. I love her. So All right. we cut to that. I mean, the runway is the next place I go. Yes, uh, me too. We, we get to see Merle again. Yes. Um, now, I'm curious, yeah, because you guys haven't done season one. Um, yeah. Have you watched season one? Yet? I've seen a couple episodes. I think I've yeah. seen three, which is crazy. Don't tweet at me. Oh, I know. I, you yeah. know, whatever. We, we all come to it. Uh, mm -hmm. But I, the reason I bring it up is just because I think, uh, I, you know, I've seen, we've, we've recapped season one. We've recapped season two. Like, I feel like I've spent so much time thinking about and analyzing Pearl, uh, Pearl, Merle. That, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, whoops, You're like, yeah. I'm a Merle girl. I can't help a, it. Yeah, I'm a Merle girl. Yeah. What more do you want from me, Miss Pearl? Yeah. And so, <laughs> um, and so I definitely have like, I think I've developed a, a strong opinion and strong feelings about Merle. Mm -hmm. um, what are your, what's your opinion of Merle? I don't know. I uh, that's that's a great question. I think that I genuinely kind of enjoyed her on season two, um, mm -hmm. but I, there is part of that sort of herstory of Merle being on the show that is a little bit left to be desired because I haven't seen all of season one. Yeah. But I know that like 
people have like you know especially with uh you know sahara davenport i don't know what you want from me miss merle like when the queens come for her she doesn't she's not as i i guess she's not as scary as michelle visage she's not as like um and i think that's kind of you know we all know the backstory of how they wanted michelle and she couldn't be there and the mention she was great um but if they didn't have Michelle, you know, like she's she's kind of she's not quite a Paula and she's not a Simon either. She's yeah. like a Randy almost, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe she's yeah. a Katy Perry. I don't really Maybe, know the later yeah. references. Uh, yeah, yeah neither, neither do I. But uh, she's an interesting judge. Um, I think that, um, yeah, I don't really have anything more to add to that. But yeah. well, how about yeah. you? Um, You know, I think and maybe it's also like I think our season two recap isn't super recent, but I think it's. Sure. I think it's the last old older season we did before the new season. Yeah, season ten. Remember. Yeah, yeah. In any event, it's kind of recent. I I like Merle. I I like Merle. I think that she. It I, I I don't know. I don't have anything against her. I think that she was a good a good judge. I think that she. I would have been interesting to see how they developed Merle because obviously yeah. the first couple seasons, the judges don't really have like a character. And I feel like in later seasons, they paid attention to the character Michelle plays. Mm-hmm. And really even I think the character that Ross or, or um, Carson are playing. Yeah. And I think it was less defined with Merle. So I, I think of her less as a character with traits and more of just somebody I saw every week. You yeah. Know that's, I mean? that's a good point. I feel like she was she would turn it on sometimes to be a judge and sometimes she was just like you know a mom at a gay bar watching a drag show you know yes, what i mean yes. like she and would just be like oh i'm just having such a great time you know yes. and like take that hat off for a moment where she sh- sh- you know mm-hmm. she yes. should wear the hat and yeah there is a certain like uh i don't expectation i don't know what i'm trying to say here but uh you know you have to you have to play the part and I don't uh-huh. think they knew how to do that quite yet in those early seasons yet. No. Which is what you just said. Yeah, yeah. I think it makes yeah. sense. I think that's a good categorization. I think Merle Ginsburg was was a mom at a gay bar who knew her references. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, like that- she has respect and she, yeah, for these queens and she loves drag. So right. why not? Yeah, but she also had some like weird mom jokes and weird moments. Sure, and just yeah. Kind of like, all right, Miss Morrell. Uh, <laughs> but I was generally happy to see her again, just because you know I don't have anything against her. Yeah, you know? it's good to see her. I, I yeah. of course they sat her next to Michelle. Oh, um, and and the sort of fake shade. Oh yeah, I know. I was not buying any of it, Miss Gunn. Yeah, uh, I did at first when they, after they uh, showed. Well, we'll get to it. I'll just I'll just save my thoughts sure. for when we get there uh sure. ariana grande is here i i've quoted this before in the past i genuinely think she's telling the truth and like she's i think she's really excited to be there yeah i do yeah. too i it's you know uh she has that line and it she says this is the best day of my life and sometimes i i a cringe hyperbole sometimes mm-hmm. like it's that thing of like oh my god that is the craziest thing i've ever heard or when sure. someone says this is going to be like the funniest thing you've ever seen it's like don't like yeah, really don't tell me that now you've set a bar yeah uh, like one of my coworkers, she'll like if, the, if she has something like shocking or crazy she wants to tell me she'll say oh my god you're gonna die and i'm like and i always say well god i hope not like it's it's just like <laughs> such a weird like uh, okay like i just i i definitely reel against hyperbole like, sure i don't know if that's like elitist but i don't like it yeah. uh yeah, so whatever, then I'm elitist, you know? Uh, she does have, me. like, uh, a Willem moment. She's like, and I'm not lying. 
Like, you know when, right. uh, oh God, I love that. I love that oh, little yeah, yeah. moment. I'm not lying. Yeah. I'm oh, not yeah, lying. Yeah. When he's like, these tears are real. Yeah. I'm not lying. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about the way that she looks down, like sheepishly, like she can't quite look RuPaul in the face because it's, I, I can't imagine like what I would do if I was a guest judge on Drag Race. Mm-hmm. I would just be, but I feel like I'd be, it would be translated into excitement more so than like being coy and demure. Mm-hmm. But I, I do, I like her in this episode. Um, I've got nothing she's against fine. her. She, I've got nothing against her. I think she's also really talented. I think she's yeah. actually like a really good singer. I, I believe that she's actually like capable of singing outside of a studio. I think she's one of yes. those like actual talents. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she's obviously doing something right because I think she's having a week right now. Her video just came out. Yeah. And it's like, I haven't the seen one. it yet. But I haven't I, either. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what are the kids talking about on Twitter? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, what the is kids this? are going, they're going crazy for it. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I. I respect that she's doing something that's touching so many people, you know? Yes, yeah. Uh, she didn't necessarily have many great, like, critiques for the queens, yeah. but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's get into these looks. Yes. Uh, so Katya, I said that she's given me the jaws of life. Uh, <laughs> but that being said, it's not that this is, like, an amazing look. It's so dumb that it works. Yes, I would agree. I would agree. Because when we're we're about to get into, you know... Her versus Ginger, and mm-hmm. who's next? I mean, but like to, to go back to Katya, it's funny. It's campy. It's so Katya. It's so Katya. Um, she sells it like nobody's business. Yeah, like but it's whoa. such a. Yeah, exactly. It's that thing that she does. That whoa, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's so stupid, but I yeah, say that as great. a compliment. You know. Yeah, um, it's great. Yeah, I love, I love when something makes me say, "Oh my god, that's so stupid!" Like, yes, that's a high compliment. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So stupid but works. Yeah. Stupid but works. Yeah. Stupid can be great. Uh, <laughs> now, Ginger, what are your thoughts on? Uh, my only note was that this was not her first time inside of a bear. <laughs> Ooh, nice. That's good. Um, but that's it. I liked the forehead. I remember watching her getting ready in the workroom, and I was like, "Wow, she's it's it's really like sort of this beautiful." I don't know. Chad Michaels with the gold head spray, like a uh, forehead spray. Yeah. Is great. Yeah. Um, I think she looks really good. It kind of swallows her um, yeah. a little bit. Um, but I, I, I appreciate, I wish she would have sold it more. I think if she would have came out with the same energy, that, like she's she's being glamorous bear as opposed to like, oh, you know, like, yeah. I think that oh, that would have maybe, and maybe she did. I can't remember, but I, I don't think she did. No, she didn't. She didn't play it up. She just did her typical Ginger Minge runway. Um, yeah. And that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. She didn't play it up like a death look, you know? And it seemed like there was going to be a reveal. Like, I would have loved if she, like, I don't know, took it off and then, like, laid on it or something. I don't know. Like, oh, the bear attacked me, but now I'm, you know, I don't know where I'm going. Well, but something. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I mm-hmm. feel like if she took it off and laid it down like a bearskin rug and then, like, luxuriated on it in the middle yeah. of the runway and then got mm-hmm. up and left, that would be a great moment. And she and just, like, have won grabbed it by the tail and dragged it off the stage. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Um, so then, I mean, obviously. Kernity. Kernity. Kernity fried chicken. Uh, <laughs> you know, the phoenix lies, plucked, fucked, and put away wet. Crystal Lies. These are all the names I had and notes I had for this look. Crystal Lies. Yes. Crystal Lies. Because this yes. look was a lie. <laughs> lies, Manelli. Uh yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. And she is damn lucky that she was on that winning team because it could have easily been. Her face looked beautiful. Like, I, sure. I, I, will, I will give her props. Like, 
silhouette was great it just i just don't understand and she knows she's bullshitting everyone at least she's owning up to that yeah yeah that's what i like about it she's kind of owning up she's like yeah i don't really know what i'm doing here but i'm gonna sell it yeah i'm gonna sell like i'm not gonna half-ass this yeah yeah. and she doesn't she does a full look it just doesn't make any sense Yeah, yeah yeah so you know with max's look you know, I, I didn't have many strong opinions on the look itself. It, I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. Mostly my takeaway was I would love to see this look and performing the, a lip sync of Take Another Little Piece of My Heart by James. Oh, yeah. Uh, Something. Yeah. Oh, you man. Know? Like, that would be such a cool dichotomy to take a song that big and intense and yeah. be this kind of, like, demure dead ghost, but with your heart ripped out. Yes. I think Juxtaposed. That, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. That juxtaposition would be so interesting. Yeah. Maybe like start with My Heart Will Go On or something like that and and then go into oh. that. Oh, man. Oh, oh you're a mega mix queen. All right. <laughs> yeah. I would totally be all about that. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. That's my kind of drag. Um, um, what it, now, do you think, because I think this, this runway was is a tricky one. Do you think that she should have done something other than the gray hair for this runway? Because, okay, so it's Death Becomes Her, and then it was like, they they sort of um, defined that, they took it further by saying, like, this, how would your drag character die? So, th- it makes perfect sense for Katya, because she's like, I'm dumb, I'm stupid, I'm swimming in the ocean, I got eaten by a shark, so there's right. that. that makes um, sense, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's I, I don't know... Huh. And and when in that regard, Violet makes sense too. Like I cinched myself so tight that I need oxygen mm-hmm. now, and I'm stuck this way or whatever it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But with that, uh, I don't know. I dig Max. I I think her looks. I think that she has the capability of still wearing gray hair every week and giving us something a little bit different. Yes, it's like certainly a style. Mm-hmm. But why can't a wig be something? that's done every week just like Trixie's makeup or you know um Dusty's dots like yeah when it's like makeup it's a little bit more permissible rather than like a wig but right bring on the wigs like as long as you're giving me something yeah she definitely has that like black and white and gray that is her that's her thing yeah yeah but I mean Katya has done has done blonde every week every week yeah Pearl has done blonde every week and neither of them have gotten clocked and and you could go through if you really wanted to like get obsessive about it you could go through each season and you could find queens who never change their hair color there oh, are probably yeah. queens who have won who have mm-hmm. never changed their wig color yeah. so why I, is it such a big deal yeah like i just think that like it's a weird thing to get stuck on mm-hmm. um and i think to your point and i hadn't really put this together but you're totally right that like some queens thought further about how their drag character specifically would die. Yeah. And you're right. Violets make sense in the character of Violet Chachki that she sure. created. Katya makes sense because of the character she's created. And mm-hmm. a lot and this makes sense for Max's character. It does. So, I'm yeah. I'm on board. I'm sorry. I, I don't yeah. know. Like I know when Untucked we learned that like Max is kind of an asshole once the cameras are turned off. Like who isn't though these days? I don't sure. know what to believe. Um, but you know, with the runways, I'm into it, bitch, get into yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I took notes and we can get into it in untucked, but I took notes on like what each of her runways was up to this point. Oh, I love and that. It's perfect. It's like, it has not like, she's getting accused. It's kind of like how people talk about how Trixie really like flubbed all stars three for a while until mm-hmm. she finally like, got her footing. And it's like, no, she was like safe once she kind of flubbed snatch game. Well, she flubbed snatch game, obviously. Yeah. But like. The rest of the time, she was fine. Yeah. Like, I don't... It's so... It's revisionist history, I think. Sure. Yeah. 
Um, well, shall we? Yeah, move on to Miss Put on our sweet tooth or sweet teeth. (laughs) Yeah, put on our sweet teeth. Put on our sweet fangs. Oh, I love it. Yes. I hope you got a sweet fang. Yes. Get the hose on the motherfucking house. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I mean, the note I wrote was her quote of, I'm just a sexy vampire. I have so many thoughts or not so many thoughts. It's just like, okay, I get it. It's but like, this is on the lower end of the spectrum as far as like the consideration of the drag character. But this Mm -hmm. is not bad. Like it's it's, not a bad, it's a little basic, but although also it's like, okay, she got turned into a vampire. Like, right. If she would have had like a crucifix or something, would that would have added to it? You know, like tell the story. I don't know. There are other looks. I mean, uh, I mean, pearls where i'm like well i have no idea what this is either like mm-hmm. oh i, you know what I mean? can't wait like, to get to pearl yeah so yeah so candy's a sexy vampire um i would have Thane... loved oh, go, oh ahead. go ahead no go ahead i was go just ahead. gonna say i would love have you seen the movie seven you know the guy who like yeah. eats himself yeah. to death like what if candy went on this like crazy candy oh binge <laughs> and just like i don't know i'm picturing like a shangela shangela fat suit or something like that right. and just went there like oh. I ate too much candy. Whatever. I don't know. That's so interesting is to like to go to that place of like Oh, I love that. I love that idea yeah. of like what other kind of like how their characters could have died. You know? Yeah, like, there wasn't much thought that's not mentioned no. anywhere on the runway. It'd be kind of cool if Ginger Minge worked in some kind of alligator attack instead of a bear. Oh you know? yeah. Oh my god, that would have been so great. And yeah. like so on brand. To like work in like I died in the swamps of in the Everglades yes. of Florida. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, and like, I mean, obviously Kennedy didn't know what she was going to do, but like Max has made sense. Candy was a vampire. Fame. I mean, I I love this look. I, I thought this love was great. This look. Yeah, I think it was it. It made sense. I feel like with her character, of course, someone would like kill Miss Fame for stealing their lover. Mm-hmm. I also felt like this would be a great look to do a lip sync of that Kylie Minogue song, Can't Get You Out of My Head. Ooh, I don't know the song because I'm a oh. bad gay, but there oh, it is. Oh, well, you're a bad gay. It's a great <laughs> song. But there's a song called Can't Get You Out of My Head, and okay. she has a knife in her head. So oh, that's all you need perfect. to know. Yeah. I uh, also think it's like yeah. a little bit of a hint of like the inner saboteur, like stabbing yourself in your own head. You know what I mean? Like she drove oh. herself mad. That's um, a... and her like helmet is so beautiful like her like her shield on her head but somehow the knife got in and just yeah. killed her i think oh, it's that, amazing that's interesting I, I i agree there's also that element of like the whether perfection. she thought of that or not i don't know yeah yeah it's a great look though it, it works oh yeah i love the eyebrows um, yeah yeah and there's i feel like there's like a glitter blood thing that she's doing yeah. as well oh, yeah well then we get to pearl pearl talk to me what are your thoughts? Uh, I just, I mean, I, I'm like, just see Kennedy in uh, Untucked is kind of how I felt about Pearl, too. Um, mm-hmm. I especially, I think I, I was even more confused once they got to the judges' critiques where they were just showering her. Like, you woke up and you are, I was like, she is wearing panties and a bra and put on a neck brace and like a nose strip and yeah. is calling it a day. And I can't with that makeup, It's especially since we've seen her sore you know what i mean like i think of that bearded look and i think about her entrance look even and uh the snake look even is great and iconic in its own right Mm -hmm. um it it almost looked like the lesbian gym teacher from shakespeare like yes yes maybe that's what it was she's like i don't know like but i'm sure she didn't put that much thought into it but it's almost that same like weird eyebrow thing and she's just like she looks like she's constipated (laughs) right yeah well she does yeah it's that it's that version of pearl that she does where i think that she 
I think she wants to do this like silly goofy side of Pearl who does that yeah. face that Pearl face that I think becomes a joke later mm-hmm. and it's it is it's a very constipated look and I guess yeah. it's like it's Pearl's way of being silly but yeah I'm not buying it I just yeah. it it's like somebody trying to do trying to be a personality that they're not it's like somebody trying to be a bitchy gay when they're really a quiet introvert like yeah Marco is currently uh, <gasps> Marco. crossing the table with all of the equipment and wires. Oh, yay. So he can... Do you want to come here, Marco? Come here, buddy. Come here. You're standing on my notes now. Oh, my Unacceptable, goodness. Marco. Unacceptable. He, he's literally like you can't see because it's like he's now laying down on my notes. I guess Marco is a pearl girl. He wanted to, he, he wanted to contribute. Yeah. <laughs> here, Marco. I'm going to take my notes, Miss, Miss Pearl. Miss Merle. Miss Merle weirdo anyway um like he's it's so funny he's like hunched next to my laptop um okay so anyway yes i think that pearl was a whole bunch of rigor morris yeah i'm gonna say this now even though it was revealed and untucked like she was gonna do death by tanning which had to be sacrificed for the oh my god whatever that was uh there it is spoof there it is yes i couldn't remember the episode thank you which would have been a great look and she looked really great in that video but she had to do it then that sucks because that would have been a really interesting fun look and like sort of on brand right but she couldn't so i i i want to give her props i don't know if props is the right word but almost like a pass but not really it's kind of like a kennedy situation yeah i can understand that like she did have a look prepared but had to Mm -hmm. use it but I guess I, I this 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 as a plan B was kind of like a plan lowercase b. Yes. I think is how I'd see that. Yeah. yeah. Not good. Not good. It's not good. Oh my god. I like say that to myself all the time. Yeah. Not as a criticism. I just love the way that sounds. Oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Not good. Uh, so then Jaden, uh I I I really like this look. I yeah. I thought it was mm-hmm. a complete look. I thought she, yep. I could tell that she put her put her back into making it. I thought it was a cool idea. I don't mm-hmm. think it looked any way less of a of good drag than Katya's was with a stuffed shark on her leg. Yeah, I, I think that like she didn't tell us it was like a zombie story, but that's what I got almost immediately. Mm-hmm. It was like inmate escaped turned zombie, I guess. But I don't think the word zombie was ever used. It was just like I got caught in the barbed wire. Yeah, and... like she just didn't make it. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, I loved it. Yeah, I, I thought it was not bad at all. And she looks great. I, I yeah. mean, there were a uh, lot of details to it. There was a lot of nuances. I was into yeah. it. So love those short little wigs. Got... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the shoes didn't really work. I kind of wish she had, obviously, like wearing like prison boots would have been, would have made her look Ooh, stumpy. that would have been cool. Yeah, but it would have been really cool. And if it was like boot, like heels that kind of look like boots. I was just going to say, yeah. You know? That would have been uh, good. It would have been great, but oh well. Uh, yeah, that's showbiz. Yeah, that's showbiz. <laughs> uh, that, that's shoebiz. <laughs> oh, there we go. Awful, awful. I love that. Yes, um, yes, yes. And then finally we get uh, Violet. And of I course. feel like with, with this look, she could use the drag name of Connie Striction. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> con for short. Yeah, yeah. Con stri- oh, hey, yeah, con. just con. Yeah, hey, just con. con. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is, of course, an iconic look. It just, I go back to like her versus fame too, because I really love fames. But this this is a shocking sort of look. We get the Ariana Grande 
audible gasp. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Just to yeah. kind of further cement that she's, you know, this is a moment. Yeah, just to let us know this is shocking. Yeah. I could yeah. die, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I, there's not too much to say about it. You know, like, I, I love the oxygen tank. Can you imagine, oh, yeah. like, checking that in and, like, airport security? Like, yeah, I, it seemed like, like that's a lot, really. That's I don't a know. lot. I feel like there's other stuff you can't bring if you're bringing an oxygen <laughs> yeah. tank. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's uh, the things I think about anyways. Yeah. Uh, um, well, how about, you know, on All Right, Mary, I'd love to take a potty break every once in a while. Yes, perfect. So why don't we do that, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about these uh, these stories. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, let's uh, let's get into these little stories. Let's, yes. get, into, oh let's get into Merle's story. So, yeah, these are all set up the same way, which I forgot, like most mm-hmm. of them. Or at least Michelle and Merle. It's just like different words with the same, uh, you know... What am I trying to uh, structure, I guess? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole same idea. Uh, Kennedy is surprisingly good. Yeah. She at most points. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I kind of liked that that kooky way she did the line reading of like, you'll have job security for the rest of your life. I liked it. In, your in, life. Yeah. I liked that in like the filming rehearsal more than the final product. Yes. But I guess the final product made more sense. Yeah. Uh, I guess my biggest takeaway was like, I mean, I just, I don't know how Ginger didn't win. Yeah, I was, that was my next thought. I, yeah. Was, if, if we were to rank them one, two, three, Ginger is just, yeah, she's a pro. She's a pro. Yeah. She comes in and it's it like, you can just clearly with anyone, you know, any of these challenges, you could see who the clear winner is, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, I... Yeah. It just felt like, I mean, even like the little nuances of like the, like the labored way that she kind of like got up towards the end. Oh yeah. Cause she was like on, I was almost, uh, the whipped cream was like near, I think she slipped a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But it all like felt like she was just like working in is like, Oh, Michelle trying to get up. Yeah. It's great. You know? And like the boobs hanging out. Like I just like all of it. it she, oh, the nipples. Yeah. It was great. Blurred like, just, of course. Yeah. Blurred of course, because God forbid we saw God. latex nipples. I, such an issue with that. I know uh, the the needs the, the need to to blur nipples. Um, anyway. So I have a question. Do you think that the the way that um, Merle said Michelle's name was intentional or not? I'm so glad you took that note. The oh my gosh, visage. Yeah, is Michelle. That, that the, yeah, and that's how that bitch, you know, evil bitch Michelle Visage stole my job. It's. It's pretty shocking because, like, you know who Michelle Visage is. Right. You've heard this a thousand times. Even if there's some, like, French pronunciation that would be more visage than... I don't know, yeah. right? Even if you're just being, like, pretentious. Like, it's Michelle Shoepack. She goes by Visage. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, or make a moment of it. Visage. Like, just kind of... Oh, my voice. Yeah, make fun my of voice. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your voice cracked. Your voice cracked. <laughs> Thank you. I feel right at home now. Amanda is just, you're chan- you were really channeling her. <laughs> Walter! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Radu, can you get him? Okay. I swear Thanks, the moment Dad. I turn on this microphone, all hell breaks loose. Oh, God. Bab! Bab! And that's our little Amanda. All right, Amanda. Yeah. We're bringing it back yeah. just for one time only. Yeah. This is just a, a little all right, Amanda. <laughs> We love you. We love you, man. We do. We wouldn't do this if we didn't. Um, so anyway, uh, then we move on to Michelle's story. And I do love Michelle is is full mean Anthony at the at Jenks behind the Zeppeli stand in Seaside yes. Yes. when she says, I'm sipping on my scissor. Like that's 
It's pretty good. Yeah, it's but, good. But then, I don't know if this rubbed you the wrong, wrong way, the same way it rubbed me the wrong way. But when she says, I had to step in, I'm like, bad. <laughs> I bad had acting. to step in. Yeah, I had to step in. I don't know. Yeah, the line reading there. Ugh, Sometimes Michelle, like when Michelle wants to like, like Michelle, I, listen, I love Michelle. I think yeah. she's great. And I, I, she's always welcome at the table. But, and I think in certain situations, like she can certainly act. But in these moments, when you compare to say how RuPaul does it, Michelle always sounds like she's doing like a like a performance of tough versus actually like being yeah just you know I wanted to relax. It's like when she does like the like the top three or the top four episode and she comes That's- in and like may the best woman win and she's not. You just realize how good RuPaul is, I guess, in that moment too. Yeah. And obviously they're two different people in many ways. Um, right, but you you see how much energy it kind of takes, and sometimes that. Maybe the energy was, she's better than Merle, like in, Certainly. Her, in her line reading here. But I yeah. wish that there was also a line that um, Max said, the Wicked Witch of the West. And I wish they would, they had such an opportunity to Wicked Witch of the Chest, just like with oh, the boobs and everything. Right, I thought that would have been right. funny. Yeah. Oh, that would have been uh, brilliant. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, th- that point. But back about, to Michelle. Like, yeah. Yeah. But like, your point about how she is when she's kind of playing host in like the top four mm-hmm. episode, that's exactly what I was thinking of is when she does that, it, it feels a little hollow. It doesn't feel as good. Yeah, like fish out of water. Like I behind the desk, that's like where I am and that's where yeah. she lives and exists and yeah. is, you know, and at the top of her game for sure. It, it works. It makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah. She feels totally like lived in, but yeah. then this felt a little weird. Uh, mm-hmm. And so then, I mean, also, especially after seeing Ginger, seeing Violet be Michelle, it's like Violet is garbage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I, I mean, I know that's mean, but I can't think. I guess yeah, sure. just not good. It's not good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's the one line reading of, like, she was trying to kill you and take over the show. It's like, yeah. What am I watching right now? How did yeah. you win this season? Yeah, I know. And she, there's so many, like, there's the John Waters episode coming up, too. And, like, um, I don't know. It's, I, I, I've said this so many times on Squirrel Friends too. I really, my, I'm so foggy when it comes to the rest of season seven that it's almost like watching it like new. I know the order of elimination, yeah. but it is like this middle. I didn't know who uh, Candy lip synced against. Uh, wow. Is, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also like a, it's a season that I didn't, I don't go back and rewatch very often. Yeah. And so, you know, mm-hmm. I haven't been fluent in it, but uh, I definitely felt like once we were just kind of seeing like Candy and Violet acting in a scene together terribly, I thought, okay, I can understand why season seven went off the rails because, like, yeah. this is a quintessential moment. Like, neither of these queens are bad drag queens in the least, but this mm-hmm. is not the challenge for them and, like, or, or for most of them. And I felt like yeah, I could feel that this time of, like, this is, like, this, are you trying to sell me that this is good because it's bad because the contestants are not good at this? I. I, this might have been, a, this is once again, my memory is just failing. And maybe it was you and Johnny, or maybe it was at Bears Repeating, or uh, something I saw. It's not, like, the, the train wrecks that are fun to watch are, like, the Shakespeare, Pearl, Madame Laqueer, um, mm-hmm. Kenya Michaels. But when they're just bad enough, but also not good enough to, it kind of just flatlines. There's yes. not really a lot. Like, we got Mother Does Not Play That, but other than that, like... They're just coasting fine. Like, they're not yeah. terrible, but they're terrible. 
That's um, a great point, is that they're not bad enough to be iconic. Yeah. And, like, enjoyable in that way. They're just, like, it's kind of like, it's sort of like when a queen, when a queen goes home first, we kind of remember that. But when a queen goes home second or third, you're like, you don't really think yeah. about it. Yeah, 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 that's true. Absolutely. So, like, it's actually worse to go home second than first. I'd say, in some yeah. ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oof. So, Anyways. like, yeah, anyway. Um, so then, I mean, moving on to Rue's story, I thought Rue was so funny. I thought it was fine, yeah. I mean, yeah. once again, Team Jaden here. Like, I think that Rue's talking heads were great. I thought that Jaden, I could see how she would have done well. Oh, you were actually talking about Rue. I'm sorry. I'm you were actually I'm talking about Rue. Sorry. I'm about Rue himself. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm saying, like, Rue in the talking heads was, like, what Michelle wasn't doing. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, he was so yes. good at this. Yeah. It's, like, really showing. It's, it yeah. just kept getting better each time, and Rue was uh, queen of the crop. <laughs> yeah. Like, the way that Rue is, like, um, she was like, and and she's handing me this dusty old muffin. It isn't even gluten free. Yes, it's so. It's. I always think about whenever I see RuPaul in certain situations where he's basically doing the challenge mm -hmm. or doing something that that queens would have to do in a challenge. Maybe it's an impersonation. Maybe it's an acting moment. Um, or when he's involved in the challenge, I feel like this is how you're supposed to do the challenge. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, not that he's doing it the best, but this is what they want you to do is yes. to approach it the way Rue does. Uh-huh. Match that and, level of energy, please. Yeah. yeah. And that and that way of interpreting the the content. You know, like mm -hmm. I think he approaches it in a way that like is very intuitive and like in the way that Ginger does and knows how yes. to do it, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh Jaden herself, I mean, I I think she actually got vivacious, you know. I was where, just gonna say yeah. yeah, they threw her yeah. under the bus. That pause, mm -hmm. like that yeah. was not anything she had control of. Like she's waiting for the next line to happen yeah. or whatever. And I, I think that she, I mean, I just, I don't think that she was abominable, but obviously yeah. I don't think that she was any worse than fame or candy or, yeah. you know, um, Violet so, even, yeah. Violet even. No, I liked yeah, her and, wig. I liked Jaden's yeah. wig. I thought it was very rude. It almost like she looked, you know, as rude as she was going to get. It's like when she was Bianca Del Rio. She really has a way of kind of channeling that. Yeah, at yeah. At least, you know, as a, from a look uh, standpoint too. But nonetheless. And then Fame and Pearl are in this like pool of like strawberry jamba juice. It looks like. But it was jello yeah. we find out later. What right. the hell is happening? Like, why is this happening? I, no, like, I don't know. I took the note that like fame has this kind of like origami body language in like how she's oh. like, you know what I mean? Like it's all kind of like angles and bendy and, and it's all these right angles in her body that she has. It's yeah. I strange. just want to see her like flop to the ground. Right. And, like right. just kind of come back up one vertebrae at a time. Just bring it. Yes. Back yeah. I, wanna I just want to shake her. <laughs> I want to see her do that warm up exercise. Yeah, yeah. Just to even like reach over this way. Yeah. Obviously yeah. you can't see it, but just like stretching over and like, I want to see more. I don't know, circular motions, if that makes yes. sense. I don't know. I want to see her move. Yeah. yeah. I did not understand when the script was like, a worm stole my credit card once. German tourists always wear sandals. Oh. It was what utter nonsense. On? It was utter nonsense. It was even worse in Shakespeare, and Shakespeare was written pretty poorly as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially that McBitch scene. Terrible. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And they're, they're kind of just. They didn't have a lot to work with, first no. of all. And they so didn't know what they were saying. Yeah. 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 So there's that. Uh, 
I would say the real winner of that team was actually the pit crew member Jason. When oh yeah, lip dubbing. Which one's the crazy one? Yeah. It was perfect. It was your Fifi O'Hara kind of nuance. It was like that's how you do it. Yeah, it was exactly. Really good. He yeah. was getting. He's hitting. He's always a really good pit crew member. Yeah, um, yeah, I like him. Yeah. Uh, so, so Ruse made some decisions, I'd say. Ruse made some decisions. Uh, uh, obviously, Ginger's team wins. I think we kind of knew that from the start. Yeah, we kind uh, of. Yeah, I mean, broke like, that down. Yeah, yeah. Katya obviously wins. Um, the notes that I have in terms of like the deliberations is, you know, like I thought it was strange that Merle thought that Max's interpretation was too masculine. Yeah. What? What is that? Yeah. About? I was like, well, I don't know if that was the issue. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm. Oh God, I have so many notes this episode, and I'm like, oh my God, we're like almost two hours in. I know right? it's crazy. I wanna I wanna talk about Michelle coming for Max's gray wig. We I mean we already kind of talked about it, but like but Ross comes to her rescue, which I love. Like I'm yeah. asking I'm not asking her to change, I'm asking for her to try something different. And that's literally the definition of changing. Yeah. yeah. And then they kind I, of laugh. I, I don't know if Michelle was like shooting daggers his way, but uh it kind of I don't know, it's kind of the same thing. Like you wouldn't ask Trixie to not do her makeup differently. Right. I still right. like am so upset about Dusty and the dots. I just don't yeah. understand. That could have been like such a a trend. You know what I mean? Like I think his makeup is so cool. It was such a cool idea. It was different. We weren't seeing it on the show, and like right from the start, she's like, "I don't want to see this anymore." Yeah, looking forward to a dot free face. Yeah. Ooh, I just and didn't like the way she said that. Yes, it's so condescending, and it, it was as if she had been doing it for five episodes. And, and this is go ahead. Yeah, no, but and then and and she's kind of doing a similar thing here with, yep. with Max of like, no, what was it that I asked? Oh, you? I know that was exactly what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, in Untucked, we saw like an extended version of this where she says just once. I just want you to try it once. Yeah, I get what she's saying. I really mm-hmm. do. Of like, hey, I'm going to give you this challenge. Let's see what happens if you do this. You never know, yeah. right? But they turned it into this like as if she was doing something that no one else was doing. She was making some mistake or offense that no one else was making. Yeah. And I have to say that like Max rides that wave, um, like of not changing, like, and still gets by week to week. Like normally we see, you know, like change this. And if you don't, you're going home. But Max, right. you know, he's, he's he, like not, not for nothing. I guess he, he really goes further than I thought he would with Michelle riding him about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. like he, because he, I guess it's like next, well, I think next week, the week that he goes home, he does change his hair. He does do Interesting. the black. And it's like, I understand if Michelle wanted it this week, but it made no sense this week. Like, yeah, what are you going what, to, what difference is it going to make? It's right. still Max. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, like what transformation are we really going to see? Because honestly, yeah. seeing Max in the black wig didn't really like blow my mind. Yeah, you know? how's like I could see like with Candy like fixing her uh, her makeup and like not shading as dark. Like yes, that is like yep. she can take that with her and like you know like okay yeah I did contour a little dark and I need to get rid of my beard and like, I just don't know how that's elevating her drag like by yes. trying something else one day. I don't know. Yeah, Here's like. That. It, she's basically saying, "Could you just could you do something that makes you less unique? That would be great." Yeah, Thanks. don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, interesting I, to look at it from that light. But anyways, but anyway, Miss Fame, how's your head? She still doesn't get it. I'm like, just tell her. Just, just tell, tell her, her the punchline. Yeah, she's clearly thinking about other things than like the little joke you're trying to tell. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, 
we do have that like again they're trying to like play up that like the shade between Merle and Michelle and like ruin yeah. Merle like like Merle's like I miss us and and then there's like Michelle looking like ugh yeah enough just like, already ugh. yeah I, I'm just not buying it yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah so I mean we obviously come down to it gets down to Candy Ho and Jaden mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Jaden is like no these are not my dance heels and, I know ugh. yeah which is like oh and I mean we talked about it a little bit that obviously like Candy does kill it in her own right yeah but i mean i like i really enjoyed jaden's performance and i think what i enjoyed more was um i know that jaden's performance probably wasn't perfect but i would say that like you you can't say that she didn't put as much effort as she could into like turning it out you know yeah yeah i love that the song is break free quote unquote like it's right? just it just kind of adds it, it's like the perfect sort of compliment and like cherry on top of her journey this episode which like i said was kind of setting her up to go home but she quote unquote broke free and uh yeah well we talked about that on on all right mary once that Mm -hmm. which is this podcast um, (laughs) (laughs) where are we again i know where we are right now where am i um we talked about how there are certain lip syncs that are like oddly perfect for the moment this is one of them earlier this season uh jasmine lip syncing to i was gonna cancel when she was gonna just not lip sync yeah uh, and also like dreaming with Pearl because she was like so sleepy. Yes. Oh, I love it. So there's and this season there's a lot of these of like uh, yeah these these meta these meta lip syncs. I love that. Yeah. I think this uh, is a great lip sync. I'm surprised this isn't mentioned more. You know when they talk yeah. about really solid. I, I think you hit the nail on the head too. Is like I I think that Candy was keeping up, but they just weren't. You know there was like a drop at one point where like it could have like you know candy could have did whatever you know i don't know right. if she's like a splits queen but like she does that boom 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 boom, boom. yes yeah, like she those sharp motions mm-hmm. but jaden's ponytail. it's in her mm-hmm. name i mean it's just uh yeah i and i think that jaden like those were not her dancing shoes but she figured out everything else she could do and i just kept thinking of that call me mother performance i was like i know she can do this yeah like, everyone should watch that yeah yeah like yeah exactly if you think that jaden shouldn't have won this because she what she can't perform Watch her call me my call me mother, uh, season nine reunion pre show performance. Yeah, it is so fucking good. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, uh, I do have the note of Candy's last line in the main episode yeah. of um, I'm gonna go to PR, I'm gonna go to Puerto Rico and rub it against other queens' faces. I was here and you weren't. It's the expression isn't I'm gonna rub it against their faces. It's yeah, not grammatically it. incorrect. It's not yeah. poor English. Yeah. It's just it's just a strange way to say it. And a little snotty, I and think. A little snotty. <laughs> it's not like the best way to sort of I get it. I get what she's saying. She's being playful to an extent, but also like, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah, exactly. It's uh I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Bye bye. God, I have so many notes and untucked and I just I'm like I'll be I'll be selective. I yeah, know. speed round. We'll just kind of yeah, go. You lead round. the way, and I, I I will follow. Sure. I mean, really, ultimately, this untucked could have just been Ginger, Katya, and Kennedy queening out three adults in the room. Yeah, just kikiing. I just love the three of them talking. Yeah, it's funny. It's a good yeah. dynamic for sure. And Kenneth Kernedy. I mean, Kernedy, she's just, telling the truth. And she finally has her performance monologue. Uh, right. Of, yeah, of, she's of, got it down. Her character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I. I think that if this was the top three of season seven, 
people would love the season a lot more. Yeah. Oh, that is interesting. Because as they left, I was like, oh, that's like, you know, uh, four, five. Because uh, Kachi was fifth, Kennedy was fourth, and then and Ginger, Ginger was... was in the top three, if not yeah. like runner up, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like the three of them made sense as queens who would get to the top three with these challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yet, you know, obviously, like, Ginger was kind of, like, the only representative of this. And so I just think that, like, if this was the top three, this could have been, like, my favorite season. Oh, know? yeah. It's a it's a good... Yeah. That's a great yeah. point to make. I really love all these queens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... Let's see. I mean, some of this we've, you know... Yeah, we've I, talked about I, it. We've we, talked about a we lot of We know that Max is different once the cameras are off, which is interesting. Ginger says she's yeah. the bitchiest of us all, which is saying something. Right, right. Like, I think I would, I'd love to see, maybe we'll see a little of that next week before she goes. Yeah. Uh, I guess the one thing I'll just mention while we're in here is that um, I took the notes on Max's looks because they start talking about how Max is predictable and she's going to do the same thing every week. You already know. And I thought, okay, well, let's just like, let's just look at the receipts, right? So like the episode, first episode, Born Naked. I mean, start with the mini challenge. She had that fall runway with that, that jacket. Oh, I mean, yes, I loved it. I loved it. fucking that. amazing. So, like, yeah. and then, like, the runway was that, like, disability realness thing. Oh, that was loved it. so cool. Mm-hmm. And so I call that a high safe, you yes. know? Uh, jet Set Eleganza, she was that jet setter with the sunglasses that I didn't love, but the look was fine. I, I love the sunglasses. Did I you? It. I oh. did. I know. Oh, I hated them. Um, <laughs> but in any event, like, still, she, I would say she was, like, a high safe that episode as yes, well. Like, I'd no say. critiques. She won the Shakespeare challenge with that. And that Salvador Dali look was oh, amazing. Was I loved it. I mean, in terms of the bearded looks, that was like one of the coolest ones. Yeah, so minimal and so perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then she did that kind of like uh, Marie Antoinette, Peplum, the green look. Yes. And it was like, I get that people didn't love it. I don't think it was like a bad look. It was safe. Yeah, there were a lot of people who were like, it wasn't green enough. Or she just like glued two earrings to her nipples. But still... Yeah. It's still think, a great look. And it was different from the last three looks. I yeah. think more importantly, was it predictable? No. Yeah. Uh, no. So then uh, the next episode was the Despy Awards. And it was really just like classic Max award show Max mm-hmm. in the same way, way that everyone else was award show versions of themselves. Yes. So I can't read her more than I can read anybody else. And she won that challenge. Yeah. And then this look, I thought it made a lot of sense. The gray made sense for the look. It was a cool look. I mean... I just don't think she's predictable. I think that's... Yeah, and for Ginger to... Like, really Ginger out of all three of these queens that are really coming yeah. for For her. Ginger, who I guess we could probably look at her runways and say, eh, that's kind of predictable. Yeah, there, I can think of at least two Ginger looks where it's just like, okay. Yeah. And compared to Max, I think it's... I think it's I, a little bit more inventive. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's not to take away what her talent is, Ginger, but like, interesting, unique drag... Yeah, question mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Pause, pause, pause. Pause, pause, I don't know. Yeah. I do have to mention this Kennedy line where she says, she's talking about Pearl, and she said, did you die from first aid? That was just great. Oh, I did that note too. You died from first aid? That's pretty much my sentiment. I I, I just, I don't, there was no story. Sorry. No, I agree. I like, what's the story? Like, what happened? Uh Like, yeah, you you died from being an outpatient because you broke a rib? Like, what happened? Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just, I, I just, I don't think she knows either. Yeah. Um, so then, I mean, obviously, uh, 
you know, Jaden is, is struggling and then, you know, is we already know that she's uh, doesn't really have her mother in her life the way she needs. So, yeah. but yet we get fame's mom in a video message. I know. Just like so supportive and like already mm-hmm. she yeah. has three more pussies to shave. Right. Which like, God bless her, you know? Yeah. What uh, is she like a vet tech or something? She's yeah, talking about she, cats. Okay. She was a groomer. Yeah. Okay. Which is um, cute. Which is really cute. And I thought it was a very genuine message. And Fame just went like full goose, you know. She, she just, did. Yeah. yeah. Full yeah. goose. Full goose. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And I think there was, you know, other than that, I would say, oh, the only thing else I want to say um, about all of this is it's reminiscent of Pearl when she had said early on, um, in rea- I think in the first episode when she does that, what do you think it means? And she's yes. kind of mocking the structure a little bit mm-hmm. of like all of that. There's this moment where Ginger is saying like, oh, you know, just so you know, like when I was saying people are predictable, I didn't mean you. Yeah, to Violet. And then, and then Violet says, well, maybe that's a workroom conversation. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I know what you're saying. You're yes. saying the producers are like, don't talk about it now. Wait till you're in the workroom. Yes. And that's where I love these younger queens because they're mm-hmm. calling shit out, you know? Yeah. I, I just have one last note for Jaden. I just love how, I just love what she's like, woo, I can't control my emotions. I'm just so, un-. and I just love how she's talking to no one in particular. Yep, she's yep. like, I guess it's great for TV. I'm crying all the time and people are going to be looking at me like <laughs> I'm a damn fool. It's like, no one's really like around her. No. But I loved it. I, I loved love all it. of that. And she's saying it with her shoes off. She's just like flopping <laughs> around just, like... Guess I'm gonna have to lip sync. Oh, man. Yeah, I guess I have to lip sync. Guess that's what I get. She says, yeah. I guess that's what I got for making fun of Adore Delano. Maybe she's referring to the yeah. spoof challenge. Possibly, because I don't remember Adore necessarily being like... I thought... I took that as like Adore always like cried on the show or something like that. Like... I don't I have know. no idea. It was I have a, no idea. It was a strange comment that they kept in anyway that referred oh, to Oh, yeah. I guess she was Adora Delano. Oh, no. She wasn't Adora Delano. She was yeah, Bianca. Yeah, she was Bianca. Yeah. Maybe she wrote the... Maybe she helped write that and she wrote jokes about Adore. Oh. And that's what she's thinking. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Who uh, knows? Yeah, in any event, you know, then we we get the longest time we've gotten with Candy Ho the entire series. Yeah, it was um, kind of nice to get to know her a little bit and see the softer side of Candy. Yeah, yeah. But I what I love is, and I think, yeah, Johnny and I talked about this before we recorded, because, like, we have to talk about this moment. Yeah. Uh, when Candy, you know, they do that thing when the, when the queens are in the van saying goodbye. <gasps> and, yes. Yeah. Please and, and, keep and, going. That's the last note I have. Yeah. And she says... You only had a taste of this candy, but soon, and then the van kind of just slows down because it's like, oh, no, not yet. And you almost hear the brakes. Oh, it's so good. It's like a Um, Nisha Lopez moment. like (laughs) Exactly. And then it's like this pause. Soon you'll be tasting some more. All right, we can go. Yeah, we can go. And you hear like the engine. Like, I know. Like, the, the gear shift into second and then off the Whoever go. was driving, usually they're, I guess, yeah, it was quite a long farewell. And yeah. she just kept going. And the van she, was I, like, oh, you're not just saying like, bye. Right. You don't really know. You don't know this line, do you? You don't know what you're going to say, do you? Uh, yeah. But soon you'll be tasting some more. And it was like she gave up and it was like, but soon you'll be tasting some more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it. I love that the last moment of Candy was still a moment that just got lost in Google Translate. You yeah, know? it did. It did. From English uh, to other English. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. Anyway. Wow. 
well, I mean, to be fair, I think we tangented a lot. So we, we did, especially at yeah, the beginning. Which, Important conversations. Yeah, I'm not apologizing. I, I'm not cutting any of it. That's but, right. Uh, this was this was uh, an epic episode. Um, I think so too. And it's our last episode before All Stars, right? It's our last. It's our last episode before the holidays, Hollisley. Yes. Um, special, and then I think then season our All Stars four starts right after. So this is the last of yeah. season seven until like sometime next year. Yeah, I if I'll, if they go right into season eleven, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. we'll I don't find know. out. Yeah, but I'm glad we got to get this far. I'm so glad we got to, you know, do a little, you know, podcast swap again. Yeah, Ugh, it's and, been so fun. Ugh, I love it. And yeah. uh, wh- oh, I'm like, I never do this part. Do I do this right? part? It's like, I don't do my own podcast. <laughs> I forgot my line. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, I think our Marys know you, but just in case, uh, sure. how can they get more of you across the board? Yeah, you can follow me uh, on social media. Twitter and Instagram is at Nick Kochanov. Uh, you can also follow uh, my other podcast, Squirrel Friends Cocktail Hour, at SFCH Podcast on Instagram. Make sure you check out my story with my Fifi O'Hara lip dub that I just released uh, so a couple good. days ago um, of the infamous fight with her and Sharon in the workroom. <laughs> it was fun. I had a lot of time, make- a lot of uh, a lot of fun making it. Um, you can also follow me or listen to my other podcast, The No Good, Very Bad Gay, which Colin was a previous host. We color- uh, covered the Poseidon Adventure. It's basically me recapping movies and talking about movies with like a professional of someone who's seen it with um uh seen it uh multiple times of just like touchstone queer movies that i've not seen so mm-hmm. every week there's something new we just did spice world with tom from it bears repeating it was great 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 yeah, yeah i i uh i'm so glad very good bad, very gad bay i'm so glad very bad gay pod is back yes i, feel like I was on hiatus. Once in a while you want to take a break and think oh, about yeah. it yeah well yeah. welcome back welcome thank back thank you um obviously you can also get more of me uh talking about best supporting actresses and nuances and micro moments and acting choices on in the details um i believe if my if i'm if i stick to my schedule i'm about to dive back into i guess it'll be part four of cherishing valerie uh I so cannot wait. really, really excited. Um, so that's coming. Uh, and of course, if you want to get more All Right Mary, you can go to patreon.com backslash All Right Mary, which if you're a Matreon, you know, you get a bonus episode pretty much every single week. Uh, I think we just did, I can't remember. I think we just did Mrs. Doubtfire. And I think next is going to be, uh, I think it's going to be the Simpsons episode with RuPaul. I think Ooh, that's our schedule. I love it. Yeah. So, um, so look forward to that. And obviously, if you've not got a chance to head over to iTunes and to leave us a five-star rating and hopefully a positive review that would just uh, goop me, gag me, and um, drag me. So... You know, take that as you will. Uh, and anyway, I think that's all. Yeah. I think all that's left, as usual, is a last chance lip sync. Oh yes. And so this is is just a song that I have been listening to repeatedly. Robin had a new album come out probably a month or two ago, and I feel like I haven't heard many people talk about it. But there are some great songs on there, mm-hmm. and there is this one called "Because It's in the Music" that I am obsessed with. It almost has like a musical theater like kind of quality like it's sort of a, it has this like uh sondheim storytelling quality but Ooh. that's it otherwise it's its own song it just it, it feels like it feels like that like i'd love to see this performed in a show i guess is what i'm saying all right um so that being said uh because it's in the music it is our last chance lip sync this week it is because it's in the music by robin <laughs> <laughs> and
and Mary's, I we will all see you on our respective podcast next week to recap the Hala, whatever it's called. Shangela's fourth chance at the crown, we'll call it. Shangela's fourth chance at the crown. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what fourth fourth times a fourth times a something uh, is a is a contractual obligation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So see you next week, Mary's. Bye. Bye. Bye.